daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Standing on a bridge, see the water keep flowing by. Six minutes now past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. The Rick and Bubba Show, ready for another hour. We got Helmsy, the real Greg Burgess, and Eddie Van Adler. Speedy out today. Uh, we also have intern Diamond Dell earning her degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. As you heard, common sense, now a superpower. Welcome back for another hour. Bill Bubba Bussy's here. Rick, glad to be here and glad to be on the wall. That's right. We gotta be gotta be on the wall. Uh, Wednesday Bible study back today, live noon on our YouTube channel, archived soon after. Cassio Kid Cortez update. The world is gonna end in twelve years if we don't address climate change. Crazy. Was that a year and a half ago? <laughs> the countdown. Uh, countdown. The world's almost over. She got them realtor eyes. I can always got tell by realtor eyes. She got them. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life so is beautiful all the time. we now have, is, is Cortez weighing in on the story we just did? Rick, we're talking about notorious AOC. Yes. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> Rick, um, she, and if you, if you missed the last segment, Wayfair. Mm-hmm who is a online furniture uh, company, mm-hmm. has received a $200,000 order from a nonprofit company who is uh, building detention centers or has them or whatever on the border, and the employees have asked that the company not fulfill that order. In protest of U.S. policy against immigrants coming over, although this order is trying to help immigrants who come <laughs> over who are in a detention center while they're being processed, okay? Some get to come in, some do not. That's how a detention center works. So, again, we can't follow the logic. They're not wanting to help these people be more comfortable, even though they say they're in support of these people. But anyway, aside from that, Notorious AOC, Rick, chimed in yesterday saying Wayfair workers couldn't stomach that they were making beds to cage children. Oh, my goodness. They asked the company to stop. CEO said no. Tomorrow they're walking out. This is what solidarity looks like. A reminder that everyday people have real power as long as they're brave enough to use it. Um, you know, bless her heart. I mean, she she's she's Lenin. I mean, she yeah. might as well be a full Marxist communist. Right. Um, again, I, if if they were trying to make things to help these people be more comfortable i don't see how their protest works in but i guess if you're an open border person and don't want detention camps at all and don't want borders Mm -hmm. at all i could see i guess where you would be this kind of would be down your alley uh even though you're risking 574 employees being released um or the whole company you know could go under uh more jobs at risk I, d- I just don't get it, Rick. I don't get well, this. Well, but there, uh, it comes time. There, we're at the time, and we got Rosie O'Donnell who who chimes in on this as well. Yeah, she she's referred to them as concentration camps, also. And even though several people from both sides of the aisle now, 
This is uh, one of the uh, some of the folks in the Trump administration and some of the folks from the Clinton administration have offered to give AOC a tour of a concentration camp, care her to Poland, care her to, to and show her what a real concentration camp was. Because they feel like that this example is getting a little ridiculous. Yeah. Well, who, who ever heard of a of a far left emotional person that could ever be talked about about hyperbole and exaggeration? That's their whole world. Everything they do is hyperbole, emotion, exaggerated. Rosie O'Donnell has weighed in on this to make this point on uh, Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, a Bravo uh, show, and here's what she says. She says that we have 100,000 concentration camps in just about every state state in the United States of America. First of all, let's talk about the number. 100,000. That's a big number, Rose. Nope. All right, so that so, so then she and she's going to double down, Bubba. Listen, there's a very few. We have one hundred thousand anything exactly. in this country, but and she it, but and you would be able to see them. Yeah, she's doubling down though on what you just talked about about you know Auschwitz and some of these places saying, can we bring y'all over here to see how a concentration camp works? Mm-hmm. She doubles down and says, I'm using the word concentration camp, even though there's a lot of controversy about this word. Now, I want y'all to listen. Well, it's don't, not accurate. That's listen, why there's controversy. Hear this out. Don't miss what Bubba said last segment about us turning over the education system to really all they are now are, are brainwashing organizations into a liberal socialist uh, baby communist and, point of view. Listen, and I feel so sorry for a lot of our classroom teachers. Listen, listen to this very, very detailed back up to her point she has. But actually – and here's the word she uses, legitimate scholars. That, that's kind of a uh, – there's a vanilla word. Legitimate, yeah, legitimate scholars, scholars who studied genocide said, yes, they are, in fact, the criteria for concentration camps. They meet them. Now, now her source – And there's 100,000. Her source for now, this – How many gas chambers do we have? <laughs> Bubba, her source <laughs> – Bubba, how What's dare that? you argue with legitimate scholars? No. Whoever that, whoever these. I'd people like to are. have a legitimate discussion with a legitimate adult. I want to know where a hundred thousand of these camps are. I want to know how it makes the criteria for a concentration camp, just like the NBA, that 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 said they didn't want the word owner used anymore. Nothing negative about someone who gives you an average salary of six point four million dollars and you can leave anytime you want. That's that right. that's not a slave owner. No, no, no matter okay, what you I, call him. I, I mean no. that that that's not how slavery worked. Uh, now let's talk about how concentration camps work. Let me tell you how concentration camps don't work. First of all, you don't run yourself into the country and scream, catch me. Okay? <laughs> in a concentration camp, they, they're at they war with you, and you. they go grab you and put you in there as a prisoner. You arrived they at our border. They take you from your home. You arrived, they ship you there. You, yeah. You arrived at our border uh, of, of your own free will. Let me you, tell you what's not You came on your own. Let me tell you what is not happening at our border. We're not telling you to get inside this room for a shower and killing you. Okay, we're, we're, we're not stacking up piles of bones and shoes of all the different people that we're killing because we're at war with the people of Mexico or whomever is trying to come in our southern border. Or all, annihilate a race of people. When you say let's set up as comfortable places as we can, including Wayfair helping us out a little bit, and let's try to make it as comfortable as we can, but you're overloading us at, at, at a border when you're trying to come into a sovereign country illegally. <laughs> so so now what we're going to do is say since you're here illegally, 
By the way, that's not how concentration camps work. You, you won't talk to any Jewish people says, well, I'll tell you how my, my loved ones were killed by the Germans. They were just trying to come into Germany illegally, and they held them in a detention center and put them in a gas chamber because they tried to come in the country. That's not what happened! So what, what happened was they were they, the genocide was committed against a people a, as a country was trying to take over the world. Okay, declared a race of people to be inferior and should be annihilated. It was it had nothing to do with immigration and sovereignty at, at the border. The, the 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 tension centers are sit here, get we'll make you as comfortable as you can. You put us in this situation. We didn't put you in this situation, and we have a right. And it's not evil. It's not unreasonable for us to vet out the people who are coming to our country because we don't know who you are, where you came from, what shots you had or hadn't have, what disease you might be toting, or what you may be. A lot of you are just coming here to seek asylum, and when we vet you out, you can come in. And for those of you that can't, that don't meet the criteria, you can't come in. That's not evil. That's not unreasonable. That's not a concentration camp. All right, I'm done. Bring it. Well, by definition, if you want to, again... I don't care what legitimate scholars say. If you want to compare something to a concentration camp, if you're transported there against your will, if you are killed while you're there and you do not leave... It would be a better comparison to compare it to an abortion clinic. Well, now you're really going to get in trouble. Yeah, boy. Isn't it funny these same? I'm out. And, and, hey, listen. Isn't it amazing that what these same people believe about when we actually become human beings? You know, the other day they went in vitro and fixed spina bifida. Oh yeah. On a child mm-hmm. inside the mother's womb. So were were they just working on on a non-human then? Yeah. Well, it wasn't outside the womb yet. Now keep in mind. Wow. Which always happens with evil. Now we got to the point that outside the womb might not save you. Yeah. If your mama, if your mama says she didn't want you and she meant to take your your life, and you got outside the womb somehow, we got to, we may just put you in there and keep you comfortable and take you out anyway. Yeah. See see how far we keep sliding every, oh, yeah. every time you yeah. don't yeah. deal with this kind of stuff. And so uh, yeah, I mean, a concentration camp does not include you keep feeding me, you keep trying to make me as comfortable as you can, and I arrived here and put you in this situation. And I'm free to leave. I'm free to leave. You concentration camps. You're not free to leave. I mean, we just we're turned to a bunch of loons. I mean, absolute loons. Morons. Legitimate scholars said it meets the. Well, well, no, it doesn't. How about this? You have a bunch of. Hey, I don't need a legitimate scholar. I got a common sense. I got eight pounds of gray matter up here that works semi well. And, 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 and I can make that call on my own, and Rosie. There's, and there's people all over the world on both sides of the political fence that are screaming to Rosie and Cortez, stop calling these concentration camps. You don't know what you're talking about. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. See, you're going to be doing a vigil called Lights for Liberty, July 12th, demanding an end to the detention camps. Det- yeah, the concentration camps, even though there's a lot of controversy about the word, but actually legitimate scholars who have studied genocide say, yes, these are, in fact, the criteria for concentration camps. They meet them. There are over 100,000 camps in nearly every state. There's between 10 and 13,000 children that could fill Radio City Music Hall twice. That's how many children unaccompanied alone in these camps. 22 minutes past the hour. 
legitimate scholars has informed Rosie that this meets the criteria of genocide in concentration camps. <laughs> which, which someone you know, should have said, okay, well, who, who is that? Who, who said that? Yeah, Who's see, a legitimate that's, that's scholar? That's where the reporters on these things, they're not journalists anymore. Exactly. You go, Rosie, that's a, you're making crazy charges there. Give us some facts. Right. Yeah. Give, give us these scholars' names so we can we'll talk check them out. Yeah. Uh, so maybe we can get them on to talk about that. 100,000 concentration camps. First of all, what about that? Give number? us where the first 20,000 are. Let's mm-hmm. look at those first. Because <laughs> right. you know what? You've got 80 more thousand after that. Now, keep in mind, she talks about children again. This is always interesting from yeah. the far left. If if these if, if the children were brought to the border still inside their mother's womb, hey, Rosie would be fine with taking out their life. Yeah, I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's bizarro to me. I, mm-hmm. I don't get I go it. back to Eric Metaxas. He said, y'all really oh, seem to hilarious. love children if they can survive the womb. So if, yeah. you, if you change yeah, the name <laughs> of a detention center to an abortion clinic, would they be okay with it? Right. Yeah, they would. Uh, it's uh, very bizarre. But don't it, get it. Well, this, and Bubba said this in the break. We've said it before, but it needs to be, it needs to be said again. There's two things that are going on right now that we're letting people get away with that we got to stop, and, that, and these are these people that are passionately wrong. You know, just because you have emotion and a passion yeah. doesn't mean you're right. Okay, yeah. so you know you can be passionately wrong. I've been passionately wrong in my life when I didn't know things I thought I knew. Okay, so here's the thing: I believe that we have to not, we can't be afraid to say, like when the NBA and, and said we got to do it with the way owner because it has some slave connotation. And Bubba said it in the break. We've said it before. He's right. The people who truly experience slavery who truly experienced the evils of slavery in the civil rights movement that were beaten, were killed, were hung, were denied basic human rights, you are being crazy disrespectful to them, crazy disrespectful to be making an average salary of $6.4 million and 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 to and act, playing a game. An average salary. This is a yearly salary. And comparing, you every year. And comparing yourself to these people and the plight they faced. Now, Rosie, listen up to me wherever you are. Listen to me. Surely you can certainly wrap your mind around this. We don't have to agree on everything. Can you not receive just in the basic – just basic logic, basic theor- uh, clear thinking, how disrespectful it is to people that were rounded up by, by the government that took over the country they lived in, and they were put in concentration camps against their will, carried in and killed in an effort to eradicate them from the face of the earth by an evil government against their will to compare that of people trying to enter a country illegally and being detained and vetted out. Can you even remotely grasp how crazy disrespectful it is to those people that were murdered and killed can you not see that can y'all not see that that's not complicated that's not political that that's that's just basic human decency decency. even if you have a totally different opinion you won't open borders borders, that's fine you're crazy you're wrong but you're you're so far off the page when you start comparing this to a concentration camp i can't even i can't even join in a debate with you i can't even have a discussion can i tell you what's hypocritical about it too this these are the people who normally in general Always have the world view that one of the things we need to care about the most is be careful what we say because words are mean. Yeah. I well, I got news for you, Rosie. It's mean to call this a concentration camp to those who really experienced it. That's a very disrespectful, mean thing to say. If, if, if I'm just playing to the way you see the world. Hey, let me tell you this. For those that were treated poorly or held slaves because of the color of their skin in this country and, and faced true persecution 
it's disrespectful for you to be living out the freedoms they fought to give you and experience uh, the potential of your maximum ability by maximizing your liberty and freedom in a country that regardless of how your ancestors got here and what they went through, they've afforded you a great life, and then you're going to act like you're still a slave. How in the world can we not see that those two things are, are inappropriate and shouldn't be said? That's not political. That's no, not a political not. statement. No, it's not. So anyway. All right, uh, back to uh, I think we've made that point, and uh, some it's of crazy. you some of you agree or disagree with it. Couple things uh, talking about disrespect. Boy, old Megan, is it Rapino? Rapino, Rapaport, Rap soccer player. Yeah, what's it, her name? Rapino? She's a handle. Is it Rapino or Rapino? I don't know. Anybody know? I I don't. The only are thing, we allowed to call her a woman? There's very few things in life sure. I care less what's about. She claim? The, which one's she claim? I, I want to make sure we well, get this right. I don't want to offend her. Well, again, she's got. What would qualify? Let me ask that. I'll yeah. tell you one thing: our mothers would wipe, her, would give her a bar of soap for that mouth. She's yeah, 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 that's yeah. a good classy response, isn't it? She's a classy broad, I'll tell you. Thank you, Burgess. So anyway, this chick's got some class. She says, "Now this is another thing. Is there potential mojo too? I don't, I don't know how soccer's affected or not affected by mojo because there's very few things on life that I care less about than soccer." But 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 but, but 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 let's say about let's talk about this. It's like you know, I look at my list. Oh, look down there. That's, that's got to be bottom three. Wow, uh, I'm, I'm to soccer. But anyway, she's saying if they go on to win the World Cup, is that potential mojo? Uh, it's possible. Yeah. Start talking about yeah. what you're gonna do when you win. Yeah. yeah. Start talking about what you're gonna do. Hey 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 Meg. How many games they got? Hey left? Megan. Hey Oz. Uh, oh Meg. Hold, Hold on. Easy. Hold on. Yeah. Before you, you, you start making a stand. You're not a World Cup champion yet. Yeah. But she says if she does. May not come into play. She's not going to the effing White House. <laughs> no, I'm not going to the White House. We're not going to be invited. Uh, even though she's wrong, I'm sure they will be invited. But she says not going to the effing White House if her team wins. Okay. You know, And they, they probably will win. They're really, really good. Yeah, they are. But and, and they and but, the ones who want to go are. Hey Meg, yeah. hey Meg, okay. and he'll give them some fast food. Hey Meg, you, do you love that new tradition? <laughs> now they oh, order yeah. fast food and serve them. <laughs> hey Meg, Pink called. Wants her. Wants her look back. Right. How about this? I, I don't. I don't care whether you go to the White House or not. And I got news yeah. for you, not many people do. No. But yeah. then what, what? What's sad? I don't in care that situations. she plays soccer, much less whether she goes to the White House. Well, again, again, she is one of these people. It's about her. Yeah. She needs to be an ambassador for that sport. And she needs to know there's a lot of people who do support the Absolutely. president. Yeah, yeah. And you can be anti-Trump, but you don't have to make it right. your your big issue yeah. right now when you ought to be promoting the sport. That's right. But it's about me. Right. Don't worry about the sport. It's about me. Yeah. Phone calls are next. Our first phone troll of the day coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba, we're back. Phone troll music, meaning lines are available. Uh, they are filling up, but, you know, we're 10 lines strong here at the old broadcast plaza and teleport, so there's still room for you. We'd like to get a bigger sample here, so 866-WE-BE-BIG. As you're lining up, we're about to go to the phone calls. Don't forget, identity theft is an issue. I know a lot of us are concerned with all the data of ours, and you know, even when you're talking, sometimes suddenly ads start popping up on your wireless device. Where'd this come from? How did they know we were talking about buying a car? Where'd this come from? Uh, things like that. Well, that's the reason why you need LifeLock's protection. They combine with uh, Norton Security, so LifeLock protects your personal identity. You know, like uh, it could be for for sale on the dark web or something going on. They give you the alerts and they help you. Uh, Norton Security, of course, protects your wireless devices from cyber crime. And there's no better comprehensive top to bottom 
coverage and protection available anywhere. Their proprietary technology uh, exceeds anything else out there, and it doesn't cost a lot of money to be protected and have peace of mind. Uh, go to lifelock.com, enter the promo code Bubba, save 10%, or you can call 1-800-LIFELOCK and mention Bubba. To the phones we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones trolling. Here we come, phone trolling. Phone troll. All right, let's start with Jamie out of Huntsville listening to 100.3 The River. Jamie, go ahead. Good morning, guys. Hey, I wanted to take a minute and thank you for covering the little Wayfair story this morning. Just happened to be on when I turned on the radio, and I'm dealing with a claim with Wayfair for a damaged piece of furniture and had a callback with them this morning. Reached out to my, my POC, Andrew, and, of course, he had to, I'm unexpectedly out of the office voicemail this morning. So I proceeded to give him my information and let him know I hoped he was sick and not... Not walking out. <laughs> Not walking out. That's good. Uh, we continue. Matthew, Geraldine, Alabama. Matthew, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, fellas. What's up, man? Listen, I got three daughters, 15-year-olds, 13-year-olds, 12-year-olds. Yeah, I've been, been, been pretty busy. Uh, my girls love you guys. We've been listening to you guys for about two weeks now. Uh, they, 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 they wake up early in the morning to hear you guys, and next week they're off the camp. Told them about the tune-in app, and they're real devastated about it. So anyway... You guys have made a really positive influence on my, on my girls, and I appreciate it. How many girls did you say? Three. 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 What's their age? 15, 13, and 12. All right, let's, oh, everybody, yeah. let's pray for him Absolutely. today. <laughs> Ma- Matthew and Geraldine, everybody put him on your prayer list today. Boy, and he's got three of them right in that same But he said range. he's using the show oh. for some help. He's okay. using the show for yeah. some help. I that, like. that potentially could be $100,000 in weddings. Absolutely. Can I tell you I mean, something? Quick. Back to back to back. I know it. Did that get emotional for you when you thought about this? Dad's doing such a good job. He says they're going to a place where they won't have an affiliate, so I've taught them how to use the tuning. Oh, I know. Absolutely. That's, that's, I know. that's gold. God, that man. is gold. Happy Father's Day. He's listener, uh, listener of the month. What a great dad. We what can, a great American. We continue. <laughs> Austin in Alabama. Austin, go ahead. 30 seconds. Austin? Hmm. Austin? Lost Austin. Half that last call, too. Eric in Huntsville, 100.3 the river. Eric, go ahead. Hey, I was just going to make two quick points. The uh, the soccer player, she was also the first white athlete to kneel after Colin Kaepernick. And she, this is the USA team. This ain't the Golden State Warriors not going to the White House. This is the USA team. It should be a whole lot different. True. Well, and Bubba, a lot more to respect. That's true. No I doubt. I agree with you. No well, doubt. That, that, that I know is, that how she a, feels because she says Trump doesn't represent her, and she's wearing the U.S. uniform. She doesn't represent me. Oh, so boom. I got you. I see you. We understand. I got you. Yeah, she's the one that won't sing the national anthem. Whatever. Yeah. And again, who, I, I'm so done with that. And the no singing. My my policy is just ignore them. If you ignore them, then right. who cares? I would say this: don't kneel on. don't kneel, don't sing. Let's just not have a team. Yeah, Who about cares? That? If it's yeah. such a bad, why do you want to represent such a bad country? Yeah, yeah. why don't you move? If, Head on if, out. if the flag bothers you and the president bothers you, and I don't know how the, the you know flag's been around a lot longer, Donald Trump. But if, if all if all of that <laughs> bother, if all that bothers you, how can you wear a uniform with USA yeah, on it? Exactly. Take, I mean, go play for Thailand. Yeah, but let's go back to this. They so, could use you. But yeah. now let's just put on our marketing hat. Not sure why I went with Thailand. Here's the soccer thing. And by <laughs> the way, to, and, didn't they get beat real bad? They by need the help. So. Ran the score up on them. Let's go back to this. That wasn't very nice. Soccer needs some good public relations. They need some marketing oh, yes. to Americans. They made some ground. Yeah. But I mean, if you want to get to the to the place that you 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 say I want Americans to be more pro soccer, I want to be one of the big three. That's Pe- everybody's goal. People like my dad who thinks it's a communist plot and it's been used to to, to suck the country down. Uh, my dad really believes that. And of course, now you look around the state of the country. And I would have to say the evidence is in, Rick. He says. 
<laughs> so anyway, if you want to, if you want to beat that down, what's he say again? He, he just looks at you and does. I mean, we were we were at the beach, and this guy went by with a ponytail, kicking a soccer ball, and he said, "You remember I told you if this country embraced soccer, it'd destroy the country." I said, "Yes, sir." And he goes, <laughs> and he just does that, yeah. and there I'm, it I'm, is. I'm shrugging my shoulders. But anyway, so but if you want to overcome that kind of negative connotation with Americans, it doesn't help to have a person wearing the USA thing playing the sport they say shouldn't be embraced by America yeah. saying I'm not going to the F and White House and then they got it then they got a, a male soccer we got a male soccer player in the world of soccer that's trying to love Jesus openly and now they're after him this is not the public relations you need for soccer yeah, no. for for people who think soccer is evil or detrimental to the country you don't need this kind of PR and it's it's, it's terrible marketing and uh, I can't believe she can wear that uniform I know for for all its name sleep for. at night uh, we, Trump paid for it. We continue to North Carolina. <laughs> Bernie is standing by. Bernie, 30 seconds. Go ahead. She don't like fast food. Good morning, Rick and Bubba. This is Bernie Sanders. Hey, Bernie! <laughs> How you doing today? We're doing great. A very good one. <laughs> How many handouts you got today? I've gotten a few. A few from Wayfair. <laughs> but um, just a few quick comments. First of all, you guys are rough on Ocasio. She makes a mean martini. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, I will be running next year for the presidential uh, position. Oh, gosh. Just, that wasn't bad. Oh, that was good. It, it, the good. Meter, it, I know. It, yeah, it, the material was good yeah, and the yeah, delivery was. was good. It didn't quite have the voice. He had some good moments. <laughs> He's not in Bubba's he League. He's good not lines. Bubba's no, league. but he, he had, had some good moments. Mine, mine, mine is bad intentionally. Yeah. Like, we've all come to the conclusion that Bubba is the art bark on the pink paper. <laughs> there he is. That's true. But it's Thank you, Ricky. Uh, Daniel <laughs> in Indiana. Daniel, go ahead. 30 seconds. Hey, how you guys doing? We're good, man. I hope you're okay. How's Indiana today? Good. Well, I'm not sure. I'm down here in uh, Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Oh. And uh, my dad went and rented some bikes the other day, and I couldn't help but think of, think of the story when uh, yeah. Greg and you all came down and had your little bike inc- incident. Yeah, I can tell you coming from Santa Rosa, exactly where, uh, exactly where he wrecked, too. Yeah, I did, right there. We're crossing. <laughs> When you get up to where they have the yeah. the, or what do you what do you call those little places where it looks like fresh waters there and they're back up in intercoastal? Yeah, yeah it's not a, no. uh, it's not big enough to be a bay, but they're yeah. just little pods of it. Swamp, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it does look swampy. Yeah, and it's got the the old boardwalk built. Yeah. So what I'm telling you, if when you're on like if you're coming from Santa Rosa, sir, and you're headed back up to Panama City or toward Rosemary Beach that way, seaside, all that. When the when you're on the bike trail and it wants you to come from the right side of the road over to the left, there it is. And you'll come up. There'll be a little bridge, and there's going to be some water off to your right. Greg wrecked right there in the transition. <laughs> yeah, and you're going to see it. I could hear you laughing. You were you were oh, back there. It's one of my and, favorite and I days. Hear a booming laugh. And I put it in my list of favorite days on earth. <laughs> yeah, it was a good one. <laughs> we continue. Gulf, I, I had it saved, but it didn't work. Out. Gulf Shores, Alabama, sunny 105. Greg standing by. Greg, Greg. go ahead. Thirty seconds. Okay. At the age of 54, I've seen more crazy things in the last six months than I have the 53 years combined. I agree. I've seen a woman. But Greg, if your ears are lower than your eyes, you're not right. Correct? Yeah, well, you yeah. just look out. Mm-hmm. Be on guard. I've Be on seen guard. a woman, if you, if you, I was in a, just left the store, a woman, if you laid a Coke can across the middle of her nose, it would not obstruct her view at all. <laughs> What's oh that thing? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 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 That's so good. 
Let's go. Nope. Didn't block a view at all. Brian in Pensacola, Florida. Mm. Staying down there and down that way toward the beach. <laughs> go ahead, Brian. Hey, morning, boys. Hey. Uh, those places are called Sound. The Sound is what we call them. Oh, yeah. Right. Intercoast, yeah. y'all are spot on. You're right. I got Water to see y'all in Gulf Shores a couple years ago. It was awesome. Thank you. Hey, I called to the kickoff hour, and Greg and uh, Helms, you hadn't heard about Speedy and the Buttonflies. Yeah, some of the best of Speedy jeans. wearing Buttonfly jeans uh, back in. Oh, boy. Did y'all find it? <laughs> no, I, Everybody I, I, else, I, I, we need Speedy here. Does <laughs> anybody remember that? Let me tell you this. There's been a lot Number of one. We had time to find it. What? What? Yeah, y'all get it? <laughs> what did? The, what happened? It was an hour the, ago. At the end of the story, the I just said Speedy. <laughs> was it going to? Where was he going? In his I don't flies? know. Somebody said Shores or something. Yeah. All right, let me tell you this. I don't know. You talk about some bad ideas throughout history. Buttonfly jeans for males, horrific idea. And I knew it was bad. I never terrible, terrible call. Whoever came up with that ridiculous, evil decision, there ain't no no man need a buttonfly. Let me ask you this: especially if you're in a hurry, the zipper works fine. Why why change it? We're trying to be sharp, Greg. You know, well, it takes it takes too long, Greg. That's your area. Especially, I mean, when you're in a hurry, buttons are hard to do. You are, yeah, a bunch of. Tammy and Hazel get undone too. If you got to go, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And Hazel Green, Tammy, go ahead. Watch out. Okay, so I work for the license department and I'm on the switchboard. Um, Yesterday, I got a phone call and I could not hardly contain myself. It was a foreigner, um, like an Asian accent, and I swear to you. I thought of you guys. It was constant. Like, is this a prank? Is this a prank? <laughs> Did you? Say, it says here you thought one of the, we might be pranking you. <laughs> yes. So good. Is we that bad? Doesn't mean I listen too much, right? No, no. <laughs> doesn't mean I listen. It, it means much. probably you're just a funny person, and we appreciate the job. I wish we would have wrote her number down and called her back as an agent. Oh man, great. That's good. We'll be back 15 minutes to the top of the hour. Much to do. Uh, Brody Kroll joins us next hour. Uh, also, the wonderful Willow Meat hasn't spun this week. That can happen at any time. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba show, the two sexiest fat men alive. I'm gonna take a freight train. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 25-year anniversary this year. And we're so thankful for all of you that have allowed this to happen. The show continues to to grow now through all the technology, including our YouTube channel, uh, which is uh, relatively new. Today, the Wednesday Bible Study Back. Watch it live at noon Central Time. It'll be archived later to all of our social media platforms, our podcasts, uh, archives and also be archived there on the YouTube channel as well. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, uh, it's free. You just sub- subscribe to it uh, or subscribe to the podcast channel. Do either one of those, and you have that in your arsenal. Tune in app also uh, expanding the audience to places where we don't have affiliates. And of course, we love our affiliates on the Rick and Bubba Radio Network. However, you're getting the program, we're thankful that you're here, and we look forward to continuing to do this for as long as the Lord allows. Uh, and um, so hopefully uh, we'll realize it's over before the audience does. Uh, so the um, couple of things to talk about, but and and, um, uh, and I, th- I think this goes into um, in- into tonight's first Democratic debate, which I Bubba, when Bubba said that, I thought he was joking. Well, that's tonight. I, I, I said, I, they got two nights worth, don't they? I, I didn't realize that we're we're going to do that tonight. But I will tell you one thing, because Bubba's talking about how they're going to try to outgive each other and. 
trying to double down on the border and all that. But but I think some of this, and I hope they continue to do that kind of stuff because I think it'll lead to their yeah. demise. Because you know they love to create this atmosphere that they represent the majority view of the country. But did you see this one story? And then we'll get to this other one, Bubba, that you just held up. Fox News has beaten MSNBC and CNN combined for the fifth straight week during primetime. MSNBC and CNN cannot combine their audience to be as large as Fox News. And they're in a full panic because they were really banking on the Mueller report, and they've milked that for two years, and then when it fell away, Mm -hmm. any – uh, any audience they had went away with it. So there, there's so many people that Here, are. By the way, this is your copy. There are so many people that are trying to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, run for the Democratic nominee. Oh, that's a crowd. Uh, so we're doing it in two different nights. There's so many. Yeah, of them. and I, you know, I know that'll be a thrill a minute. I hate I'm gonna miss that well, tonight. I've I'm gonna tell you this. I've got to have a root canal. If the Vandy Whistler starts, I will get on and watch <laughs> this. <laughs> Why I not, will. I thought they're supposed to stop. I did too. <laughs> you better not start, or I'll go to the debate. Let well, me ask you this: While we were off. This is the typical what we do on this show. I'm going to bring up something and not have any information about what I'm talking about. I love doing that. <laughs> oh, boot, oh, boot edge edge. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah, you're right. Had a meeting and it went south about some, you know, he's the mayor of South Bend. It was about, oh, a, yeah. was it a, a shooting, shooting yeah. police a police shot? Police. People come yeah. in there, start protesting, shut it down. I mean, the picture was him with his hands on his face, just yeah. devastated. So, and a it, lot of people think it's hurt him. Yeah. It's, it's really damaged his. Uh, Run for the presidency. Oh, he's way out there. Yeah. But, I mean, guys, we can't have a man be president and have a first man. I mean, we can't have that. That I mean, tell me we're not there. (laughs) I mean, it's you know what it's time for? And we said this, and it's an analogy. For those of us in the country, and this is an analogy regardless of age. I'm just talking about your thinking. In our country, picture our country as a household, okay? And in that household, we got a bunch of kids that don't know how to act. Okay, and we've tried to appease them. We've tried to look. Well, look, just say this is. It's, we didn't want to get the belt out and go to spanking. It's time now for discipline. It, it's time for somebody to be the adult now and discipline the children and give them consequences to their behavior and say you got to behave. It, yeah. It's time for that now. Yeah. Do you agree? Yep. All right. So uh, you mentioned past you. Uh, so Bubba, this story that uh, that well, you, this is big. This uh, this could affect college sports as we know it, and it is happening as we speak. Uh, the NCAA is threatening to ban all California universities from championship games if lawmakers in that state pass a bill allowing student athletes to profit from their image and likeness. Now, the NCAA has taken up this issue and they are currently working through it. They're looking at rule changes and all of this. But California, once again, trying to outgive, out ahead of the curve on this. California has a new law they're trying to get enacted called Fair Play Fair Pay to Play Act, and it could shake up collegiate sports, costing universities millions of dollars in revenue and potentially putting an end to the NCAA amateurism rules. Now, uh, Mark Emmerich, who is the uh, NCAA president, sent a letter to two state, uh, two state assembly committee chairs last week urging the lawmakers to postpone the legislation. He said that uh, if the bill passes, that it would go against current NCAA rules as drafted and would alter schools from their state to be ineligible to participate in championship series. Now, and I'm going to paraphrase what he was saying. He's saying 
I understand what you're trying to do. We're trying to work on that at the NCAA level right now. You're jumping the gun. And if you do that, you're going you're gonna to create an unequal playing field, and we will have to take you out of the championship series until we settle the issue for everybody. Yeah. And um, – it's, in other words, uh, just hold up. In yeah. other words, you you you're basically would would say Pac-12, you're ineligible. Yes. to well, play for this. national Look championship. Which they have been basically for the past few years. Yeah, thank you, Greg. Maybe they need to go out on their own. Yeah, yeah. maybe they do. They, Listen they to this number because of the sheer size of the population of California. Twenty-three Division One schools will be affected. Yeah. Four Pac-12 conference programs. I know. Isn't that unreal? Now the bill has already passed the state senate in California by a vote of thirty-one to five, and it's scheduled to appear before the assembly this week. Uh, no word on the governor yet if they will sign it or not. But like I say, if they okay paying the athletes for their image in California, that would be different than what they're doing in other states, and they would be ineligible by NCAA rule. Although the NCAA is trying to work on this and slow walk it right now, but they're, they're going to have to address it anyway. And I'm not saying what California's doing <clears throat> is wrong on the idea, but it's wrong from a procedure standpoint. That, yeah. that yeah, change needs to, to happen at the NCAA, not at the state of California. Now, I know what they think. They think if we change it, they'll have to do what we yeah. do. Yeah. That's, that's their mentality. They do that with cars everything. And, yeah. and everything else. So. Also, uh, before we wrap up this hour, uh, staying with sports for a minute, did you see where the Rams – uh, they lost yeah. their their uh, their case, or the fans won their case. Uh, that they have to give back twenty four million dollars to those that, when the Rams were in St. Louis, bought the personal seat licenses, and they're saying, "Well, then you took the team and you moved it, so this is worthless. We didn't get what we paid for." And uh, well, the, they're like nine years left on their yeah, agreement. Yeah, there was nine paid. years left on the agreement, and the judge has ruled the Rams have to refund well, they 20, should twenty four million dollars to these St. Louis fans. Yeah, I paid a fee that was supposed to let me buy tickets to a certain mm-hmm. year, and now you left. You yeah. pay for something and you didn't see, get. See, yeah. that, is, that is part of the cost people don't figure in when they're making these moves, just like when we've had programs shut down and whatever. They, they, don't, they don't ever figure in the, the costs that also are involved in shutting something or moving. Exactly, and it's high. Well, there's $24 million the Rams had to spend. <laughs> they probably didn't have the budget. I think they're going to be all right, but they probably yeah. didn't figure that in the cost to move. Because moving a yeah. franchise, you got to pay a huge penalty. Right. So it was $24 million than they thought it was. Yeah. Uh, more than they thought it was. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words... The two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866. We Be Big is our number. Thank you for being with us. 25 years of Rick and Bubba from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. You can reach us at 866-WE-BE-BIG. And we've got uh, the real Greg Burgess. Helmsy Speedy is out today. Eddie Van Adder has the YouTube option. Uh, for those of you that are tubing and watching today, also, we have Rick and Bubba intern Diamond Dale earning her degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. And welcome back, the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. There he sits on mic number two, Bill Bubba Bussy. Well, and he's glad to be here and thank all of you for the chance to do so. All right, so, you know, we, we've been so fortunate to be doing this 
for so long, and we get opportunities to, you know, we've said this so many times, where Seinfeld was a show about nothing, ours is a show about anything. And one of the things that really, really uh, we have felt um, called to over probably the last uh, decade of the show uh, is a call to, to men's ministry. Uh, you know, they're, they're, we talk about all the things that are going on uh, with our country and with our society. And one of the things, and, and we, we, we got to call it what it is, and this is not hyperbole or an exaggeration, there is a ta- an attack on maleness in our country. And if, if, you've, if you're paying attention and you're looking around, I don't know if there's ever been a time that men are more confused because there certainly is a type of masculinity that truly is toxic. Now, you got to be careful when you see op-eds and stuff talking about toxic masculinity, uh, be sure you you read it first because sometimes we'll take labels and put it on something uh, that may not meet uh, the title. However, uh, now more than ever, it's important for the church to do its job and to actually practice what we've claimed to believe every single Father's Day. And with all of our surveys and with all this, that the most influential force in the home, in the church, and in society is a man. Uh, men and women are equal, but they are not the same. Now, that is in total conflict with the current state of society, which if the church is doing everything right, it usually is in conflict with the state of the society around it uh, as far as uh, the beliefs. So what are we going to do about it? You know, we can sit around and talk about it all we want to, and there's nothing that any of us hate worse than to be in a meeting who keep, where they talk about a problem, but they never talk about a solution, and they never <laughs> talk about anything to resolve it. So we've made a commitment here that uh, the, the true strategy that would really work would be to address the disease that, that is the problem with a lot of men, not the symptoms. There's a lot of symptoms, but the disease is that there's a lot of men who are either lost, uh, they, they don't know Christ, uh, or they have made a decision for Christ and have become justified and redeemed. Certainly hope that's true, but they're, they're staying forever in spiritual infancy. Uh, and uh, and they, they're never discipled from spiritual infancy to spiritual maturity. So you can scream, be the spiritual leader all day long at a man, but if he doesn't know what you're talking about, he didn't know what to do. So we're, we've made an effort here with the platform that we've been given that we're going to be part of resolving that, and those that want to come along with us can come along, and those, are who, those of us those of, that don't want to, that's okay too. Uh, so we we have uh, you know we started some of the curriculum the how to be a man series with the devotionals you can find those at howtobeamanchallenge.com or or rickandbubba.com under the store got a new one that just came out uh, there's also going to be a launch of a whole national strategy that that, that we're working on behind the scenes you're going to see us launch here pretty soon and and one of the places you'll probably see us launch that is something that we're going to talk about now uh, that will be coming up next year February 21st and 22nd of 2020. And that is the Pursuit Men's Conference that will be held in one of our markets, Dothan, Alabama, where you can hear us on News Talk 103.9. And, uh, and we're, we're teaming up with, uh, with a young man there that's excited and, and kind of leading the charge there to, to do something about what we just talked about. Uh, I'll be there speaking and emceeing it. Rich Wingo will be speaking. Bill Searcy will be speaking. And Brody Kroll will also be speaking, who joins us now. Brody, welcome back to Rick and Bubba. Good morning. How are we? Brody. Well, you know, when, when we look at what we're talking about, Brody, you and, and the work you guys do at, at Big Oak Ranch, and you've been on the show before, and we've, we've talked with you guys about what you do. And those of you that don't know, this is a place where, where you know, children are given a, a chance that uh, maybe for whatever reason their parents uh, cannot fulfill the responsibilities they've been given. Uh, and Big Oak Ranch steps in to say, let's give these children a chance. 
I don't think I have to tell you a whole lot about what's happened with the downfall of dads. No, no. Um, unfortunately, that's uh, that's why we are we are growing, um, and we're building a new home, starting a new subdivision because. Uh, it's unfortunately it's going in that direction uh, because we've we've gotten lost in this world of called options. And if you asked any of our our seniors that are graduating, they're about to go to college, or our kids that are graduating uh, from college, I, I tell them I'm like, just don't get lost in the world called options. I was like, because right now we live in this world where where you know we have this option, we have this option, we have this option, we have this option, and whenever one doesn't go right. All we do is we end up leaving it, and we go to the next one. And then when that one gets hard, we leave it, and we go to the next one. And then when that one gets hard, we leave it, and we go to the next one. And unfortunately, you know, we've, we've seen that uh, in our younger generation, and we've seen that in where, you know, kids basically, they, they job hop until they're 35, 40 years old, and they've never had a job for more than two or three years because it was just easier to go find, hopefully, what was going to be the easier route. And unfortunately, that's been instilled by the fact that there, there, there has not been that example in front of them living that out. And, you know, we've seen the direct effect of this, you know, because being a man's hard. It is. And being a husband is even harder. And, you know what, probably being a father is probably the hardest of all, and that's the reason for the order. But somewhere along the way, we've identified being a man with, you know, having money and having power, uh, and it'll fix all the problems. Or we've identified it possibly with being weak and timid and protection from the responsibility. But, um, you know, God has called each and every one of us to lead our families. And like you said, uh, you know, I, I could not be happier to be a part of this. Uh, and, man, just, just proud to know you and the, the charge that you're leading to, uh, you know, point everybody back to where this biblical manhood can be traced back to. Well, you know, Brody, you know, Bubba and I, you know, we, we do have some logical common sense. I mean, we're not going to thrill you with a lot of things. but, but, I, but, I, but and, and so let's think about this, and this is the point I keep making to the churches and to anybody who's willing to listen. L- let's just break it down, what you just said, okay? If we believe all the surveys and we believe what the Bible says about the men and man, man and woman and the different roles equal, but the different roles in the influence of the man, and, and we can barn a, you know, right now the lowest number I've ever seen of any research about the influence of the man spiritually in the home, the lowest number, okay, because it, sadly it has dropped. It used to be 93%. It's dropped now to about 78%. Mm. But they say if a follower of Christ in the house is the dad and he is the, he is the spiritual leader of the home, there's now anywhere from a 75 to 78% chance the rest of the house will follow him as disciples of Jesus. If mom does it, it's about a 23% chance. If another kid in the house becomes a follower of Christ, it's about 7 to 10% chance. Wow. All right, so I'm sitting down with you. Okay, Bubba, listen. You're coming to the table. Yep. Guys, y'all listen. Hey, guys, I want y'all to invest in, in an idea I've got. Okay. If, I, if you'll invest in, in the children of a home, I can get you about a 7 to 10% return on your investment. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Hold on, mm-hmm. hang on. If I get you to invest in discipling the woman in the house, I can get you about a 23 25% return. Okay. Tell you what, if we'll take time and invest in the man, I can get you anywhere from 75 to 78% at one time a 93% return on your investment. Which one, which one would you invest in? No, I'd go for the higher return. Well, then why didn't the church do it? Yeah. They, they, they certainly don't operate that way. 
yeah. not not with budget, not with investment. And, and so what we've decided is saying, well, wow. we God's given us this platform, so let's use it. You know, I'm going to go to my grave, and I'm going to be able to stand before God, and I will say, look, I got a lot of things. I, I'm, I'm saved by grace. I did a lot of horrible things. Thank you for redeeming me. But one of the things you called to do is to disciple men and make disciples of men to that'll have the greatest influence, and that's what I did. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to keep catering to drama queens. It doesn't mean I'm going to back off every time somebody says, well, you can't name it how to be a man. See, that's the kind of problems we got. <laughs> well, wait a minute. That is the question that everybody's saying, well, how do you become a man? And then we had the audacity to say in the person of Jesus Christ when God became one, and then this last book, learning from real men of the Bible. And somebody's got a problem with that. See, that's the pro- we're so afraid to talk about maleness and being a man that we almost feel like we can't even mention it. And that's just that. Let me tell you something. I want us to believe as a church the same thing that Satan believes about men. See, he's been doing that's right. Yeah. Destroy men. You go to any society anywhere, and if you find problems and the family unit destroyed and people, kids wandering the street and women having to go out and have three or four jobs, you'll find what? The men have abandoned their responsibilities. But we've gotten to the point we've done that for so long, you can't just tell a man, take your responsibility. He doesn't know what you're talking about. So, so we want to put together a, a – we have the Wednesday Bible study that's here. We've got the curriculums that we're going to continue to put out, and then we got events like this, uh, and it's called Pursuit Men's Conference. And if you, if you attend that, you're going to leave there not with a six-week Bible study. You're going to leave there with a complete comprehensive plan on how you can disciple the men of your church or you as a man as an individual – can, can be discipled from spiritual infancy to spiritual maturity, or you'll come to the decision, hey, I'm just lost, so I ain't even got started yet. But we're going to do that. And I'm going to tell you, Rich Wingo, Brody Kroll, Bill Searcy, if you haven't heard these men, you need to hear what they have to say. And, and, and they do an incredible job, and I have great faith in them. Uh, it's going to be held the 21st and 22nd of February. Uh, it's $49 a person. That'll be a Friday night and then Saturday, and we'll get you out by lunch. If you want your group to come, it's $39. You'll save some money there if it's 10 or more. Uh, we're going to have the proceeds from this benefit, Brody Kroll in Big Oak Ranch and some local ministries there in Dothan. And everybody who signs up to be at this conference will walk away with a copy of How to Be a Man, the 40-Day Devotion. So, um, And that's going to be part of your ticket. So you're going to get that with it. Uh, so, Brody, uh, I hope this turns out to be as big as, as we all hope it'll be. Absolutely. I, I can tell you Getting to know Heath Fountain uh, and, you know, the, the man that's putting this thing on. You know, it's one thing when you talk to somebody on the phone and you hear the excitement and then you see them in front of a crowd. And I've been down there to speak uh, for another event for him, but then got to go spend time with him. And you, you can tell that God has lit a fire inside this young man. And, man, he, uh, he has taken it and uh, he is running with it. And <laughs> to hear him hear your story of just reaching out to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just to the <laughs> I would say utter shock that you actually responded. Well, look, man, I'm I'm looking for guys that are serious about this. And uh, so, Brody, thank you, and uh, I look forward to being with you in Dothan. And how about this? I promise I won't leave you without a ride. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, y'all have a blessed day. Thanks, guys. Thanks for what you're doing. Uh, so go ahead. We got it in show notes today at rickandbubba.com. Go ahead and get your group together and be with us next year for the Pursuit Men's Conference. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-four minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba's show. We're back at eight six six. We be big. So check that information. In show notes also on that same topic uh, in show notes today. Uh, our friend Scott Dawson, you know, is doing a podcast now. 
Uh, we've uh, we've been on it, and uh, I was on it again with uh, with two friends of mine, and talking about accountability among friend groups and how important accountability is to every man. Uh, and uh, that discussion is on Scott Dawson's podcast today. So there's another resource for you today, and you can uh, you can get that in, in show notes today there at rickandbubba.com. So, Bubba, do you, two, two topics. We'll talk about either one. Do you want to talk about the huge crater? Crater. Let's okay, go crater first. Yeah. Now, it, now, this didn't have anything to do with that dream you had about me and you. No, no. That yeah. was weird, wasn't it? So, that was weird. so did you ever figure out what we were showing no, people? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious to me, by the way. He was Bubba had a, a device. Dream, had a dream that we were doing yeah. some sort of presentation about a device that we were driving around, but he didn't know what it was. Well, right. it, hey, look, be on I'll the lookout for that. It. Hey, listen, be on the lookout for that. I'll yeah. tell you, it, it was weird. That it, might be it was pre- one of those, you know, the bus is driving and nobody's at the wheel type things. Or a premonition. Yeah, well, I don't know what that this could have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick, uh, we have a giant crater here in a cornfield uh, in Germany. Mm. Now, this is a, a pretty big one. Uh, it's four foot mm-hmm. deep and what uh, what was the measurements here? Forty foot across? Mm-hmm. Uh, this was believed to be an unexploded World War II bomb that probably fell into this corn patch during a bombing raid and uh, never exploded, was covered up, and here it is exploding more than 70 years mm. uh, afterwards. Wow, pretty now, big. L- look at that. That's and your big boy. That's a big boy right there. <laughs> now, no one was hurt in the explosion. Locals said they heard the explosion in the middle of the night and <laughs> woke to found, uh, find this crater. And they say in uh, Germany it's not totally uncommon. They find a lot of unexploded munitions left over from World War II, um, and occasionally one of them blows up. God. And uh, but wow, what about if you're plowing that field? Oh, yeah, boom. And that goes off. That's they're lucky that it was in a field and not in a neighborhood somewhere. And I know you said it, but I, I looked at this story uh, yesterday. Is the first time I saw it. So they they just think it's something been left out there from yeah. WWT. Yeah. yeah, this was some bombing yeah. uh, run. Uh, uh, who knows if it was the Americans or who? And one uh, one of the bombs got buried probably in a muddy corn patch and just sunk in and. Uh, Finally, it detonated. And Bubba, who should be concerned today? Well, you know, <laughs> I know where this is going. Anytime I we see this, we got people this, in the audience from there today. <laughs> anytime I see this, I think of Savannah. Georgia. Here it goes, Savannah, Georgia. Here and, it comes. Uh, you're you're familiar with this, right? I mean, everybody there is, right? Sure. So you know, they have a. Go ahead and tell them. Some people don't know. Yeah. Well, it's an unexploded uh, nuclear device there, right out there in the ocean. Yeah. It's hanging out. Yeah. Hydrogen bomb. I mean, a good one. Yeah. Bubba has been concerned about this Rick. for years. I am. I am. I'm concerned. <laughs> I, well, I kind of want to go down there one Saturday and have them look for it. <laughs> well, I, I get I'm, my pontoon boat out there and go around cruising looking for some uh, radiation leaks. Really? Did y'all? Do y'all? Are y'all concerned about that? This thing? A little bit. Okay. <laughs> Tiny. I didn't know if it's not, not till it goes off. Right. But. They Somebody do, said Paula, De- Paula Dean found it. They do lie dormant. <laughs> they do lie dormant and go off later on. Bubba, so, I mean, uh, can you say today with that picture of that giant explosion, can you say, I think it is factual. There it is. That they can go off after how long? Uh, long 70 time. years. And, you know, we lost the nuke in the 50s. So Here we go. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, that looks promising. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe that delivery's for us. The lady holding plates and plates of food. We looked outside the window where, and I like watching I her go right by. Look, she's going right by Big Boy. Yep. Uh, isn't, that, isn't that a beautiful sight? Somebody with plates of food going right by Big uh, Boy. I wish I'd have caught it. Yeah, so I, th- I think we're going to look, look in. But we, you know, people arrive here with stuff all the time. Yeah. We never, you know, th- I love the idea of this studio where you can look in. The things that go by here. I know. The things we see, it's something else. But uh, I just thought that was interesting that going off after all that time. Yeah. Well, what a hole! Too. I mean, what a picture from above. That's crazy yeah, that's, looking at it. That's wow. So I mean, who knows? Look out, Savannah. 
Howard and Enterprise. Look out, Tommy Allen. Howard, go ahead, buddy. <laughs> well, hey, good morning. I appreciate you taking my call. I wanted to talk a little bit, uh, just a moment, about the uh, growing to be a man and options. What a previous caller had said that uh, was critical of options and only having a job for two or three years. I uh, just wanted to say that most businesses today don't want you to stay longer than three or four years because they don't want you to get vested in their uh, retirement program. So really there's not that much of a, of a, of a, uh, a negative to changing jobs every two or three years, provided that you're growing, that you're getting a better oh, job, yeah, more yeah, responsibility. Yeah. No, that's not what Brody Crowell was talking about. That's, that's called moving up the ladder. previous call? Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. talking about moving up the ladder. What, what he's talking about, and we do get, uh, deal with this with business owners, football coaches, look at this thing about sure, the, yeah. port, the portal and all that, that we have a generation of young men that if something gets too difficult, or if they don't get instant satisfaction yeah. or in, instant gratification or instant results, they instead of sticking with it, grinding it yeah. out, and then producing that result, they just quit. Yeah, they yeah. I think you're always yeah. trying to look at options moving up, but but the flip side of that is you get to the point where you have no stick them. You won't you won't yeah. battle at all, and you you never do anything but jump around. And the problem with that, Howard, is then when things get tough being a husband and tough being a father, guess what you do? You quit on that too. Yeah. And, and that was the point that Brody Kroll was making. What you're talking about is, is kind of a different thing, and with all due respect. Bottom of the hour, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Harry Connick Jr., and y'all are checking out the greatest show in the South, Rick and Bubba Show. 35 minutes past. As uh, we roll back, your your phone calls, we'll get to some of those before the hour's over at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We do want to say thanks today. We've got, um, uh, and the uh, Golden Ticket Seats are enjoying this. Uh, It is uh, our friends at at Greenwise Markets. Uh, They, uh, you know, locations uh, all across the country, and they dropped by and brought some Sandwiches from their deli and uh, some some other delicious food, uh, and uh, of course they're they're sponsors of the Rick and Bubba Show uh, in different markets across the country, including our Birmingham Home Market, where they just opened up a new one in the Mountain Brook community, uh, Greenwise Market there at Lane Park. So thank them uh, for bringing by this delicious food, and That's they a good sandwich. they said a little sneak peek uh, and some small bites from our in store menu. So. Uh, pretty really cool shopping good. experience if you've never seen one of those. Really cool. No, that's owned by Ryan's family, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, the Greenwise. No, no, those are the Greenwood. <laughs> oh, yeah. it, this is actually a part of the Publix brand. Uh, <laughs> that's right. They're opening those up everywhere. That's good stuff. Uh, I do want to remind you. You know, we we like our state, and we we really hope you'll come see us. Now, you got to be you know careful what time of year you come and pick yeah. your times. But there's very very we're getting in the hot zone yeah. now. I love old sweet home Alabama, Alabama the beautiful, and uh, with with our, our it's Alabama the green. Right now. <laughs> I tell it's Alabama the humid right now, Alabama the wet, uh, and I do mean from, with sweat. Uh, but anyway, alabamaroadtrips.com, if you love a good old-fashioned road trip and you road love trip. if you love canyons, caves, and waterfalls, we got it for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a $2,000 value. Uh, we'll give you some money to spend, and you can go around and see some of the most beautiful places in beautiful northern Alabama. Go to alabamaroadtrips.com. That's alabamaroadtrips.com. Again, the trip with all you're going to be doing, and there's so much there, you got to look at the list there. 
uh, under the contest button at rickandbubba.com or the sponsors button, either one. Uh, but it does include uh, that $1,000 gift card for your meals and shopping. So this truly is uh, a road trip that is uh, that is on us, and you can enjoy coming to our beautiful, beautiful state at alabamaroadtrips.com. So, Bubba, it's, uh, yeah, it's, most people come here are very, very shocked. It's not what they expected. I know. I, know. I get that a beautiful. lot. Well, yeah. I've got some people say we need to stop saying that because yeah, they I like know. the fact. I, I, I mean, before you know it, you got people from California here and they won't leave. Yeah. All right. Uh, you can't so, even go But anyway, um, so we've got uh, another food story today. And, you know, we cover food. Uh, we like food, Rick. And now they, they said, McDonald's says they made a decision on the great quarter pounder, that they would leave frozen patties and go to fresh beef, and they say that now sales have spiked for the quarter pounder. Wow. Just on that one move. Year over year sales? Yeah. Year over date? They I said, remember when they made this move, what, a couple years ago maybe? Now listen to this now. I want y'all to listen, listen to this number. It's a good move. The fast food giant said it sold 40 million more quarter pounders in the third quarter of 2019 Compared to the same quarter in 2018, simply from going from frozen to fresh. Rick, I don't want to step out on a limb here, and I'm no expert on marketing, but who would have thought fresh ground beef would sell better than a frozen patty? They've been doing McDonald's a long time, too. They just now figured that out. Greg, I tell you what, (laughs) Greg, if we actually put meat on it that's real. All right, here we are. Guys, in the con- everybody sit down. Let's get the meeting started. I think y'all know. We're looking for some ideas here on how to move more quarter pounders. Jones, um, I'm thinking maybe uh, <laughs> go from a frozen patty to fresh ground beef. I tell you one thing, you're on to something. Never thought of that before. <laughs> thought of that. You mean to tell me people would rather have fresh ground beef than a frozen patty? My gosh, you're a genius. Let's move him up. Ray Kroc never thought of that. Someone tell Ronald. <laughs> hey, somebody tell Ronald we got a genius in here. Let's get move him up. <laughs> How about? Don't you know that somebody kept bringing it up and they finally said, "Okay, we're going to do it." And right. then he looks at this report today and goes, "Rick, gives you one of these." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's well, the big deal. You know what probably happened? You remember what? What was the? See, this is bad when a commercial is oh, good, yeah. but you can't remember the brand that it was even being promoted. Oh, wow. When the guy says the great idea. And then the boss says the same thing. Yeah. And the, and the guy yeah. says, that's what I said. He said, yeah, but I did that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, 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 it was a FedEx commercial. You probably had that from whoever was the guy in charge. Now, whose idea was that? Well, I, I think I said the same thing you just said. Yeah, but I moved my arm like this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he repeated word for word. With but but what, I, what I, they got a 50% increase in, in burger sales. Wow. But do you think that that's big? That's well, y'all, big. y'all like McDonald's fries, right? Oh yeah, I love y'all yeah. Their, their fries. And I will say this: it did improve the quarter pounder because I'm a quarter pounder guy. Are you? And that it made a difference. It and did. I've always thought that their uh, that their diet coke was better than everybody else's too. I, you well, know what? Really? You're I've on never to, you're on to something there, no, my I, friend. I know. You I are. know why now. Oh really? Oh do you? So you well, got you know it. too, Rick. We oh, were told. Bubba's got that look on his face like he's got a secret. No, it's not a secret. But you're all over this. It is better. Well, I've always thought that. But, you know, they mix their own. They're the only people allowed oh, to mix oh, yeah. Coke outside of the uh, Coke you're plant. Right. You're right. And they mix it in the machine. Yeah. You know. Right. So that's that does make a difference. Boy, it does. Wow. So uh, it gives you that burn. But, but and that, I like to feel the burn. Other than this burn. Yep. But, <laughs> how do you like this burn? I need as much as that as you can get. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. I know you're going to tire on is it. Is it but the don't. fact that how bad it is? It's on oh, to you. Oh yeah. It's, it's a little of both. Okay. I, I yeah. want. I hope he makes it all the way up to the to the presidential election. So you'll have to do it. 
but but let's go back to this. This is one of those things because you know why they probably were resistant because this does seem like common sense. Somebody probably said, yeah, but the cost to do that, blah, blah, blah. But it goes back to this. This yeah. is where a lot of times businesses are short-sighted. Yes, it may cost us more to invest in a fresher beef, but I'm telling you, it's going to have so much the, – the percentage of sales will be so much higher, it will pay for itself. You'll still be ahead. Yeah, 50% increase. Oh, I mean, but you, what if I told you, you we can get a fifty percent increase this year on our total sales across the? Well, that's uh, boy, you have my attention. <laughs> you know, I'd look at. I'd, it. I'd unfreeze I'd that. Give, I'd, I'd give her a look. I'd, <laughs> I'd have to put a pencil to it. Uh, <laughs> put her in a spreadsheet and see what she says. See what she looks like. Well, and they're saying, of course, now this is beautiful PR on their part, and I love it. They said when we listen to our customers, good things happen. There you go. Undoubtedly, customers are saying, look, you, you got to come off this frozen patty. And as we continue to cover fast food, uh, for the fourth year in a row, Chick-fil-A has been named America's favorite restaurant based on customer satisfaction. Well, the boycotts are not doing what they're supposed See to there. do. Right? You talk about it. You talk about it, uh, just an ill-conceived protest to go after Chick-fil-A. Yeah. You just can't get anybody yeah. on board with you. I don't care. You're not you. going to win, so no. just move on. No. Uh, if you're just looking at the report card, uh, this was scored by Forbes. They're reporting this. It's uh, it's based on a hundred point scale. Chick Fil A got an eighty six uh, compared to McDonald's sixty nine, Burger King seventy six, KFC uh, seventy eight, and Taco Bell a seventy five. Uh, let's wow. see. When you look at pizzas, Pizza Hut and Papa John's both scored eighty. Domino's seventy nine. Little Caesars at seventy seven. So not a lot of big difference there. Well, don't but but Taco Bell I thought made great made a good statement. I know we're sitting here at seventy five, but you can get our entire menu for thirty eight dollars. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Taco, Taco Bell has a niche, and oh, yeah. they they're in their lane. You know, because I'll look at their menu and I'll order, and then I'll scan down to that that dollar section and give me two of those, and two of those, just a bag of them to go because I got some change. God, I need about three taquitos. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to go to the drive-thru and order and just make up words. Yeah. And I guarantee they'd fill it. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a tojito. Uh, and- I want to have a tojito. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's all meat and cheese. It's That's just, it. very, it's different, just different names sure. and put together different. That's it. Bless you, Taco Bell. So, uh, so anyway, oh, but, um, but yeah, Chick-fil-A, people just, people just have such a it, – it's simple – you know, to me, the simplicity, but people just. I got a funny story you, you, about that. I'll tell you all well, later. Well, let me tell you this. Let me tell you what happened. You know, they're, they're, they're so successful. They're constantly building more. Or if they don't like the way one's set up, they'll go in there, take the thing down. And, and because they make so much money, they don't even care oh, the cost yeah. of that and redo it better. But they've re- they're redoing one right now that's one of my go-tos. Oh, really? And, you know, you ever talk about being a panic? I go out there, well, and I was like, well, I'll tell you what I'll what do. What are they redoing? I'll run through here, and I look up, and I saw, like, the sign, and I looked over, and there was nothing but a crane and an empty lot. And I'm like, what happened? Because you never see Chick-fil-A's uh, going out of business. No. Well, what happened was they're not going out of business. They like, they think they can make this one bigger, better, more efficient. Well, let me tell you this. They're building they're a new They're just redoing one. it. They're building a new one in Jacksonville. And it's huge. It is. That's well, I think that's what this think. was. I think this what this is was huge. Their the parking ability, lot's huge. Look, somebody I'm, says bigger than Bucky's. Listen, their ability, <laughs> their ability to get you in and out through the drive-through. Unreal. But but it takes a lot of people, and you yeah. got to have people who who give it. 
rip. And that they're they there. Clean it up. And I mean, when they, they stand are, on hey, that they're on it. They got more electronics than a oh, Navy man uh, at, at sea. I mean, they got all kind of pads and, hey, and if communications. Raining, they just pull the umbrella out. They, keep they're on. scanning your card oh, and yeah. move on it's, and it's pass. Hey, is this you, Bubba? Is this what you order? Oh, okay, it's right here. Here we it's go. Unreal. Well, look, I'm, yeah, that, it's unreal. Well, look, I went to one. Feel like I've been hugged. I went to one. That gave me a frozen lemon. They told me to stand in the shade and they drove my car through. We'll bring it around. When we hey, get it's in the car. The car's running. You're good. Hey, they do. But that's hey. what they're doing at this location. They're gonna build one of them big ones. This one's huge. It is. You know the one they just that they just leveled, don't you? Ooh. Over where Rick and Bubba used to be. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. they did. They're gonna build one of them big ones right there. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. We're back. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG. All right. Uh, don't forget Wednesday, Wednesday Bible study back today. Live on the YouTube channel and archived to all of our different Rick and Bubba options. It'll be archived to podcasts. It'll be archived on the YouTube channel. You can go back and watch it uh, at your leisure. Uh, and that'll be happening after vacation last week. It is back today. And we'll do part eight of The Pursuit of Holiness, our current series. Animal stories. Animal stories. We got this one, too. This is not good. I'll go ahead and, if you've been listening to the show for any of the 25 years, you know that the thing that, and we all have these little things that we don't don't like. Some people don't like tight spaces. Some people don't like heights. We all got these little phobias that bother us. I have, and and I've even included in prayers before, I understand that I, that you know two things one of two things is going to happen I'm going to pass away at some point over something or I'll be here when the Lord returns one of the two is going to happen okay <laughs> yeah you've narrowed it down right? I've narrowed it down that's one, pretty much guaranteed one of those two things and I have asked that if it's the first not the latter the only thing I'm asking please don't kill me by an animal I don't want to be killed by an animal you're talking about eating I, alive I do not want to be eaten alive to me that is one of the most horrific thoughts yeah, ever. To be eaten alive by an animal, and I, so I live my Especially life. If it starts at your feet. Well, I, I live my life saying that, and you've heard this. Remember this old bit. I don't know if y'all, but if, if one does take me, I'm going to make it extremely difficult. Oh, I'm with you. On I that. mean, he, no, no animal will take me easy. Nobody will say, "Well, Rick just walked right into that." I wonder what bear got Rick. What's the one with one eye? Yeah. <laughs> It's the one over yeah. shaking his head. Yeah. You, you see, got a tooth out and one eye. You see fur in my mouth laying there, and you say, God, he tried. He tried. But anyway, Greg, listen to this. Rick, this, Greg, this is awful. And let me tell you, some of these stories, we awful. don't have the documentation of the pictures to go with it. This, this one we do, and it is unbelievable. Oh, boy. A Russian man was attacked by a brown bear. The bear broke his spine but did not kill him immediately. It drug him into his cave and kept him to eat later. Greg drug him in there and left him south. Oh, hey, a, nice a, picture, guys. The man as, was as in there for 30 days. The bear had him put back in the cave for when he needed a little something. Oh, my God. His that, name is Alexander. He is Russian. He survived. Uh, no. He was discovered. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He survived. Oh, yeah. He's alive. He's yes. alive. He was discovered by hunting dogs in a, like in a remote uh, part of Russia, close to the border he's, with Mongolia. He's not alive. Initially, hunters thought the body had been mummified by the dry it air, like. and they were stunned to discover the man was alive when he opened his eyes. I'd have took off running. Medics. They said his face and body was covered, encrusted with dried blood and dirt. 
His skin mm. was deathly white. His eyes were dull, but barely him. able to open. And um, he said that the bear attacked him, drug him in there, and he guessed was waiting to eat him later. You know what? I well, think. Uh, I, can that, I tell you that you that look, guy that I'm looking at right there is a lot. <laughs> yes. You know what the medical oh, team? He's, he's talking. talking. He's moving. The medical Good team. Night. Listen. The medical team said, "Greg, listen to me, Helms, Bubba. Uh, they said they cannot believe he survived these kind of injuries." <laughs> He's in there for 30 days. And it broke his back and just shoved him over in the corner. Now, it said experts. Oh, boy, you better be glad the, it didn't get some, hungry. Somewhere, by the way, the bear forgot he had that. He 30 did. days. Somewhere, somewhere no, that bear no, went. listen. This is what they say. They say brown bears have been known to partially or completely bury animals they kill or drag off for later, waiting days or weeks before returning to okay. it. Uh, one, uh, this guy's a veterinarian of science there in Russia. He theorized that they... Uh, that they do this to keep the prey hidden from other scavengers while the meat decomposes and becomes ripe, making it easier for them to eat. Uh, I'll tell you this, he was close (laughs) to ripe. He he was. was. Oh, he is ripe. I bet bet the bear forgot about him is what happened. Don't you think somewhere the bear, because a week, this guy went 30 days, the bear somewhere... Is gonna get hungry one day. Say, oh God, I got that old skinny guy laid back up there. And <laughs> that's what it was. He, he, Ricky, he had him. He thought they ain't a whole lot to this guy. And then he found something better. Mm-hmm. And then he. That's well, you got to think they, they, when they can find food, that's, they get it and they store it for later. Puppet. That ain't real. That's some puppet. Greg, he's not a puppet. They said real. that the hunters were in the area and their dogs ran by and ran into the cave. Uh, and started barking before they could get there, and basically they knew something was in there they needed to look at. So let me tell you this. Let's say we found no mummy there, mm-hmm. and we're like, man, that's a poor old guy. And all of a sudden he opens his eyes. <clears throat> oh, it's scary. I'll death. take off running. I don't, I don't let up. But see, here's where, here's where it creeps in. Now I'm picturing being, he's a zombie. Now I'm picturing being the guy. I'm picturing a bear's got me. He's broke my back. He's, he's rendered me unable to, to, to do anything. Oh, my gosh, he's taking me back to the cave. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, oh my gosh, I'm still alive. He is taking me back to the cave. I'm going to die a horrible, slow death. When, and, and right when I'm just about to the point, he's going to come back and eat me. Now I've got to wait on him to finish. Come me. back and, yeah, yeah. I, guys, I mean, that's the most. Did it get any worse than that? Lord, mm. please. Greg, <laughs> <laughs> mm. animals, that's, that just ain't, that's the way, that ain't the way to go. Hey, Rick, that there is worst case scenario. I mean, if you say animal attack, what's the worst case scenario? Well, there it is. That's not good. Now, people. That one, uh, like you said. I'm starting at your at your delicious cabs, and I'm working my way up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People are comparing this to that movie that you love, Greg, uh, that starred Revenant. Leonardo. How do you say it? Revenant. Revenant. Um, this Boy, is that, also, was, that was quite an attack scene. Yes, it was. This is also a region, a, a region in Russia that is favored by Putin for vacations. <laughs> well, of course it is. Well, it wouldn't kill Putin. He'd have killed it. Mm-hmm. Shirtless. Shirtless. The uh, Revenant. See, don't get me started. I haven't watched the movie because of you. Now you need to watch it, but he, no, he just no. crawls around too long. We get it. He's gimped up. Okay. Well, let's move like on. This, guy. To the this point. guy had a broke back. He couldn't move. Look, there it is. Oh, my god! Now, the attack scene in that is number one. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. But you've told me that it's not worth staying with. Well, it, it, it is. He fell asleep. Okay. Uh-uh. That may be he that fell way. asleep during the movie. Is that, supposed in the to be a, is that supposed to get me inspired to watch it? Well, no. But it, when Rig. you get up at 2 o'clock in the morning and it's like oh, okay. 12 well, in the afternoon. hit him fast, didn't he? He had a gun, didn't well, he? Well, it gives you a lot it's of that Tom Hanks. Movie. You know, Greg, like he had a gun, right? Fantastic in that, in that Yeah, that's fantastic. It is a fantastic It knocked him down, didn't it? Fantastic. a big word. It is, Rick, and that means it's a good movie. He sees it coming behind him. Is that Dan Moultrie fantastic or real fantastic? No, if I was going Dan Moultrie, I'd say unbelievable. Okay. Rick, here's the deal. And I'm going to be honest with you. 
by the end of the movie, oh, it, it could have been really good, but they they made it weird. Guys, they made it, you know, that old Indian weird. <clears throat> when I got an Indian spiritual weird, Rick, listen, <laughs> you know what I mean. Listen, I got a medicine man. The weirdness. opening scene, <laughs> the opening scene is price is worth the price. Of the the opening scene is excellent, and then this is worth it. And then towards the end, was it not weird the when horse. He got in, yeah. What about the horse oh, off the yeah, cliff? See, you forgot horse. about that. That was pretty good. And the fight at the end is phenomenal. The, the part There's that I didn't like was him and that Indian. You remember and he put him in that thing, and that then he comes weird. out. I'll give you that. I mean, that I'll give you that. Weird. It was weird, but that doesn't. The you know, Indian weird. You know who hey, I fantastic think, movie. You know, I think they need to do a movie about. And I can't remember what day we did it. It was in one of the the Wednesday things, and it might have been Ferrar's book that we did the one before we're doing now. Finishing strong. The guy who 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 was so. I mean, rowdy. That, that when Lewis and Clark said, "Look, we've get, we've found enough," and they went back, and and he said, "I'm not done. I'm gonna keep on going." My own. Remember the guy that got yeah. captured by the Indians, and he he did that run. Remember that because they loved. Oh it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that story about I what did. all he Man went called through? horse. Oh, they did do a movie about this. Isn't that, that? Is that not who it is about? Maybe it is. I could I'm, be wrong. I could be wrong about that. Where he has to do that dash, and they give him a head start, yeah, I think and he got no clothes on. He's running naked, no feet. I think that's him. And and he turns around. And, and they didn't know he was as fast as he really was. He kind of, he kind of downplayed himself. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Greg, I'm not allowing you to compare this to Castaway or the Terminal. It's nothing like well, that. There's a moment. That's what in I've, I've got outdoor outdoor Rick, Castaway. There's no, a moment. You do not. There is there's a Castaway moments. There are. He's got a pet volleyball. But there are a lot of other Wilson. moments that are pretty good. Tom Hanks should return just like our money, like the St. Louis Rams fans. We need our money returned for the movie Terminal. I never saw it. The, what a terrible movie. I'm, I'm in an airport. And he That's the whole movie. That's good. Yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. There are stars on my radio. Names I'm sure you all know. It's the Rick and Bubba Show. Now we all love head producer Speedy. And Greg acts like some child. And we It is eight minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba show coming to you from the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and teleport a brand new hour 
Helmsy, the real Greg Burgess here, Eddie Van Adler here, Speedy not here. Uh, but we'll be back uh, hopefully tomorrow on the program. Diamond Dale, Rick and Bubba University intern, earning her degree in common sense, which has now become a superpower. You can reach us this hour at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll get into phone calls, uh, get in headlines and things that uh, we haven't covered, unpack a few things. Uh, welcome back for a brand new hour. Put your hands together. There's Bill Bubba Bus. back. Glad to be here, Rick, and thank all of you. Bubba, I want to ask you, uh, and I want you to think about things that you, you know, from strictly uh, a worldly sense, mm-hmm. things that you enjoy. Yes. Is, is there anything, anything oh, what's a that, long list. that you enjoy enough to stand in line for 10 hours? Rick, I, I would, you know, we talked about this That's in, 10. in the break uh, earlier. It's a lot of hours. 10 hours for. I can't remember standing in anything in line for 10 hours. I. I think the last line I stood in was when our local Apple store opened. Mm-hmm. Maybe a kidney. Oh, my gosh. Um, to get was, a kidney? That yeah. was only, I needed one. Well, that yeah, was only maybe. about an hour. Mm-hmm. And it was, I, so you were one of the immediate standing outside the Apple store? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to. Right. And I, but I did want to ride by and see how long the line you was. You got in the line. And I saw several people I knew, so I thought I'd get out and talk to them. And before I knew it, I was in the there line. There it is. Can I ask you this? Because that was the thing. There's no way you stood at the end of the line. Well, when somebody, I got there, I went to the end of the line. Somebody gave you ups and you no, gave no, them backups. No, no, oh, I, the great ups and backups. Oh, I love ups and backups. No, I, I, a lot of I got at the, the end of the line. I'll tell you, I was talking to Brian Peters. I remember who it was. Really? Yeah. I have a hard time. Uh, even, I have a hard time yeah. standing in line at a wedding reception to get the food. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean, yeah. I don't here's like the, the thing: it has to turn into its own event. That's ten the only hours, way you guys, can do think it. About how long I know, I know. Hours. But but what you're saying is, you you go there with friends, or you camp out, or you do whatever you do, and it turns into its own. It's like tailgating. You know, it, it becomes its own. Like you, Rick. I know you like tailgating sometimes better than the game. And and I can understand that. I enjoy both parts. Oh, yeah. Of it. yeah, yeah. Well, now if I'm going to the game, I, ca- I can't tailgate. Yeah, because I can't do both. It's too long. Right. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, right, yeah. that's kind of the thing. But right. I, I think this is this is just nerd tailgating. Okay. You know, I, well, I think that's how you have to look. Well, at what it. we're talking about <laughs> is fans wait ten hours to ride the new Harry Potter roller coaster. I waited ten hours for a Harry Potter roller coaster at Universal. Hey, let me tell you something. I go back to the late John Panett. Talking about what it's like to live in communism, to have to stand in line for bread, mm. and he said, "My gosh, that better be good bread." He said, "I want." He said, "I want people coming back from the, the where, where you get the bread, screaming to us in the line, have you had the bread?'" That's great. Uh, so, so I, got, I don't think I would stand in line ten hours to ride the roller coaster with Harry Potter. No, damn <laughs> <laughs> man is one. I just had a vision of both of them too. Is one in the front seat. <laughs> Well, it goes back to, you know. <laughs> oh, Ron. White. Ron White. Yes. Ron White. And we, when he, when he was t- said somebody camped out for three yes. days for Garth Brooks tickets, and he yeah. said, I wouldn't camp out for three days if I was camping. Right. right. Exactly. Is, so, exactly. Uh, right. So, I, my I, first question would be okay, are we going to. We're going to ride it today, and we're going to tear it down. It's never going to be here again. That goes back go, to these movies. I know, and they go, "No, Greg's for here from now." Well, I'll see y'all next year. Yeah, you know, I can wait a year. I, I can't understand. I can't wrap my mind around. But I know Bubba says that I have to think of what he just presented about. Well, that's the, only it, that's only what makes you sense. know when a movie is going to be on at the theater for the next six weeks multiple times. I'm not standing in line to see it. I no. mean, I'm, I'm going to go when 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 there, there's not a line. I mean, it, yeah. it's uh, it's going to still be. There. It's not now. I understand standing in line for something's going to happen one time. Yeah. I, it's it's once, 
uh, th- this this artist or whatever's here, this is it, and this is your only shot. But the roller coaster will be there for I, for many years to come. The longest I've ever waited, and I was forced to. Your kids will put you in a line. Are yeah, you, are you now this was I, I waited in line to take the commercial driver's license. Is when they came out with this commercial driver's license, oh, and I was at good. the power company, and, I, and the weight of our trucks put us under this, and we all got grandfathered on the driving part, but we had to take the written part. And it just happened to fall the day I was scheduled was the last day that you could take it before the deadline. And I go down to the Talladega Super Speedway. That's where they were giving the test at. And I stood in line for eight hours. Did you just say eight hours? It was miserable. Did you just say eight, eight hours? hours? How, Greg? What but did you, you had to I, have it. I had to have it. You it had somebody, to have it. Yeah, yeah, I had no choice. We don't have a better system now, than that. Now, I was on the clock getting paid. We don't paid. have a better system than you that. You hear me? I was on the clock getting paid. So, so that that's helped. like you were at work. So that's it was, not the but, same. No, but I know. But it was a line. Man, it was a line. I know, but that's, not, that's, that's God, different. God, was a if, line. At work, you might have to stand in line for something. It was horrible. The boss tells you to go get something, you go stand in line. It was horrible. What but, did you do? Well, luckily, Who'd I Who'd you talk to? Somebody had, How'd you eat? Was, was, somebody it truck driver, was it truck driver tailgate? Somebody had given me uh, copies of the test, so I studied. And then when I got in there, I aced it because I had copies of the test. <laughs> Greg, you don't have co- You had a study guide. <laughs> you studied. Yeah, okay. You, you studied. Yeah, yeah, that's the appropriate thing you I should did. Say. I, I, That's what I meant. I had a study guide. <laughs> well, it was a study guide. Yeah. It was a, and I, I can memorize anything. Now, learning they, it's another thing. Don't they tell you to study for what might be on the test? You were studying I what was going to yeah. be on the test. Yeah, exactly. sure why, would, why would you study? <laughs> why would you study something that's not on the test? Right. I mean, that's the idiot. Yeah, right? I, I, mean, I always thought teachers were unfair about that. Tell us what's going to be on the test. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, why are we reading all these chapters? Yeah. <laughs> Give me the questions and let me study that. Nothing worse than reading a chapter you didn't have to read. <clears throat> what about when you looked and you read a part and you looked on the test and there wasn't one question about None. All that time. Yeah. You put it and in. how did teachers always come up with questions I didn't know? I know. May have been one you wasn't listening. Yeah. Well, that's what my wife told me. She said, I'll test her hard that you're not properly prepared for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, not a preach, but she's right. What about when you stare at it and you don't know any of them? And it's just, I mean, it's a terrible like, well, this is bad. When you look at it and it's like it's in a foreign language. Yeah. yeah. You go, I, I don't mean, know. that bad. That I don't know anything. Bubba, that, old, that old feeling in your stomach. You, you think, <laughs> let me. There's something. Am I, if I got the wrong, t- you am I in the, the wrong class? You I go to the first question, don't know that one. Second one, ooh, don't know that one. Third, oh, no. Well, I will tell you this. I don't know any of them. And I don't want to do this. Is this thing in Mandarin? I don't, want to, <laughs> I don't want to do this to students who are still in school because what I'm about to say is going to hurt you, and I apologize. If you really want to know if a, someone knows the material, fill in the blank. Oh, yeah. Ha, lay, fill in the blank. Or discussion. I, I, I remember this. Now, discussion, I can still BS that. I, I can, can give you, I can give uh, you a few like words discussion. that I know I'm supposed to know and at least get partial credit. Yeah. Fill in the blank. It is win or lose. It is. It narrows it down. Yeah, and so I remember so vividly, 1983 – and I, I know that Buck Hansen is listening somewhere right now. <laughs> we're in school at Troy. We we were not as prepared for the final as we needed to be, and it stood between us and spring break. And and one of our friends had a van that we were all going to ride down to, to Florida in, which is not far from South Alabama, so that was one of the good things about going to Troy. And we made the decision. If it's multiple choice, mm. our discussion, our matching, let's stay with it. If that professor hands us fill in the blank, we all know we're just delaying the beach now. Yeah. Okay. And let's just get up and leave. And so he was on the front row of the, of the little, you know, the, the, the lecture hall. And I was about five rows up on the end, the steps right here. And outside there was the van of the other guys that were going that were done with their finals. And I watched the professor take the papers and he hands it to Buck Hansen. And Buck Hansen looks at it, does what I'm doing now. And get, gets his stuff and gets up. He goes, Vice is filling the blank. Let's go. 
<laughs> hey, get your stuff. Let's uh, let's yeah, let's, 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 let's head on to the beach. <laughs> this this is just delaying the inevitable. We yeah. do not like, know the material this yeah. well. I, I like when you have a I like when you have a little true and false to kind of warm you. Oh, up. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. I love a true and false. You're a warm up coins. section. You're flipping the coin. Okay. At least you got a chance. Yes. Yeah. Multiple, multiple choice is the ticket. By the way, I will tell oh, all of you if those of you that are trying to learn how to do okay on tests that you're not prepared for, the first true false is always true. Always. Always. <laughs> That's one point. <laughs> yon yon after that. Yeah. Second one usually will be false, then the two trues, then then another false. <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. 22 minutes now past the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. 866 We Be Big Tracy is standing by in Trustful, Alabama. She's got us on 1047. WZZK. Tracy, welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, good morning, fellas. I'm great, but I think I might have a problem. What, what's going on? Well, not once, but twice. My best friend and I stood in line for 10 hours each time to see John Mayer. Oh, wow. Whew. But, you know, I've well, seen John Mayer, although it's pretty good, it's not 10 hours. It's not 10 hours twice. Well, you know, but we were really hoping for the, you know, we were front, center, loving the show. We were hoping, you know, we would be the two girls up front that would be cute, get caught backstage, backstage passes to get to meet and greet. Oh, no. No. They passed us by both times. The third time we went to see him, we weren't there five minutes. We got backstage passes and got to meet him and had our picture made with him. So, you know, it was pretty much 20 hours wasted. Well, not wasted. If, no, if you accomplish the, if you accomplish the goal, and I will say this: I know there's a tour, and you can go to different cities, but uh, but at least yeah, this yeah, was at least this was a one time event. It wasn't like people standing in line that long for something that's going to be there every day, multiple now, times. Hold, don't, true, you, don't hang up, Tracy. Well, we kind of did the band aid thing. You know, we were not groupies, mind you. I don't like that term. I like band aid. No, wait a but, minute. You know, wait, okay. you know who but says isn't, that? Isn't John Mayer the one that dated all the... I mean, he dated every Hollywood starlet at one point, right? He did, yes. Well, yeah, and that's not... That was not the goal. The goal was to meet him and to just get, get to hear him play over and over again. And I think Elena and I went to maybe... Well, a total of nine concerts. We've seen him nine times. Well, so, you're stalking yeah. him. No wonder he's yeah, not yeah. got over. So, well, so yeah. how did your visit Thought you go? had a shot at dating him. Yeah, yeah, how did it go when you met him? Oh, well, it was great. I mean, he was super nice. We had on, you know, our little matching John Mayer oh, t-shirts, and he oh, signed all the all the stuff for us. And, oh, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's awesome. He really is. He really is a super nice guy, no matter if, you know, sometimes I just wish he would just shut up and just sing because his mouth is what gets him in trouble. Let, let me ask you this. What did your shirts look like? They were just little tank tops that said John Mayer. Oh, I bet. Tank tops. So, so did you say – so? <laughs> So you, well, you got to meet him. Is Back he, to what I said. Can I ask you this? Is he, is he, is he a pretty decent kisser? Oh, ew, I, no, no. Rick, so he's not, a, he's not a good kisser. <laughs> <laughs> he disappointed. First of all, first of all, happily married. Thank I know. Very much. I'm just kidding. Okay, but you know, but you walked into that. You can't do the band aid groupie thing and me not make that joke. Right. That's true. I know. I got it. I got it. By the way, Troy sucks. Go Gamecock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank Stay you. cocky. There you go. Fear the beat. Hey, hey, ah, that's good. Hey, hey, former former ninety two J girl here. Okay. All right. So, well, you got a lot of history tied yeah. to the show, but oh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah but, no wonder you're a group. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, the term is Band-Aid. That's okay? right. Hey. Um, but no, no, the one thing that bothered me the most was, you know, I'm looking forward to getting the picture made with him. And I told my best friend, I said, okay, you know, everybody's got a Sharpie in their hand because they've signed something. Put the Sharpie down. I want shoulder cuppage with the hand. What's, what's he got in his hand when he takes my picture? He's got a Sharpie in his hand. I got no skin contact on the shoulder. None. No cuppage? Nobody I'm can get so- on to me about no my joke. Yeah, no, nobody. Not, not, not. Okay. No. <laughs> hey, I said shoulder. I know. Shoulder cuppage. Well, that's how it starts. Yep. Yep. I mean, I let's face it. I saw a T-shirt. Read the John Mayer stories in Hollywood. <laughs> he was the welcome That's wagon right. for everybody that was on the up climb there. I mean, come on. Tracy, yeah. thank you very much. It was, hey, I saw, and it's not, it's, it, 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 is, it, it was funny, but it was a little bit edgy. Have you ever seen these, like, these different T-shirts you can get? And I know that like, we found some funny ones for Baby Ellis or, oh, yeah. or Taylor has whatever. Oh, there yeah. actually was one for a baby that said all my mommy really wanted was a back rub. <laughs> yes, I've seen that. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> and look what you got. That's how well, it starts. Uh, so, uh, Clay in Birmingham, 104.7 WZZK. Clay, go ahead. Oh, we lost Clay. Uh, all right, did you see the – speaking of babies. Clay also got his picture made with John Mayer. St- speaking of babies, Greg, I think this baby's trying to go go to war with our baby Ellis. What Have you seen this kid is 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 five months old? Five months, same age. Before he gets to five months, he has visited all fifty states. What does his parents do? Yeah. How so, can they find well, they truck drivers? Young family. They, <laughs> yeah. they, they have one Team drivers. They have one place left. Uh, their nearly five month old daughter Evelyn becomes wow. one of the youngest people to visit all fifty states. However, the life changing journey they said almost didn't happen, and this is why I guess they're doing it. She was told that she wouldn't be able to have a child of her own oh. biologically. And uh, so they, they, when they found out that they were pregnant, uh, they said this was a shocker to them because they were told it wouldn't happen. Uh, and they said um, that they decided to celebrate this. And uh, they, they, they said they're entrepreneurs, so they make their own schedule. So when she decided, uh, you know, knew that she was pregnant and the baby was, was going to be delivered and be healthy, uh, they, just st- they got the idea to take this wonderful gift that they didn't think they would be able to have and see if they could take their baby and travel around to all 50 states. How about that? And they're one state away, and the baby's not quite five months yet. Hmm. Rick Ellis has uh, let got, me guess, Rick Ellis has let got me guess. Alabama and Georgia, so he's way behind. <laughs> let me guess, Hawaii's the one they don't have. <laughs> Alaska. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. Let's yeah, see. that's tough. Does that's it tough even tell us which one fella. they haven't made? Yeah. It said they, they visited Nevada. Da, 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 da. They did all this, the 2,000-mile track on the first leg. Does it tell us which one they haven't done yet? And the baby would be just it. as happy if she was sitting at the house. Sure. I know, yeah. I know. And, and that's, Watching uh, Teletubbies. They yeah. were talking about the different things. You take a baby to Manhattan, and then you take a baby to Yellowstone, two completely different experiences. The pictures well, yeah. would be good. Think about that. Well, they've got know, their baby, baby and, and a lot, lot of, of pictures. Different they've got, they got with him showing enough good RVs, Greg, that you said they there need to have. Go. And uh, I, well, I'm still looking good. where it says they haven't been. How can that not be in this? Oh, here we go. After checking off all but Alaska, the family mm-hmm. plans – to do that by well, they've already done it, so they were going to do it by June the twentieth. Well, until they got fifty it. of them, so, so they got a last. Alaska months. was the last one. Mm. Yeah, I guess that you know that's, that's quite a photo album. I still want to go to Alaska. I've still never been I to know, Alaska. I been there either. I'd like, I'd like to, to go to Alaska. It. This I, is where Speedy tells us all about it. If he was here, you know, he loves when we bring Alaska up, so he can tell us. Yes. I know, I know. That's, I brought it up today because he wasn't here. No, okay, uh, but the, he likes uh, to talk about Alaska and Miami. You know, yes. he'll bring Miami oh, up. I've never heard his Miami. Oh, yes. Well, you had not heard the Miami yeah. one? No. You think oh, he's got a condo Rick, down you remember when <laughs> he, he told you he's about not the going back to Miami. It's Dodd Jones. Do <laughs> yeah. Wow. You think Speedy was Sonny Crockett. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Throwback to the 80s. <laughs> Everybody from the 80s went, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Younger people are going, I don't get it. Uh, what? Davy Crockett? Davy Crockett. I thought that was his cousin. Now, which one is supposed to be in his family? Daniel Boone. Daniel Boone. No, I think it's Davy Crockett. Davy Crockett and Daniel Boone are the same person to me, and I know that's not historically correct. Right. But Speedy claims he's kin to one of them. Which one is it Speedy Rick, claims he's kin to? That's that story that your uncle tells you when you're little. I know. And Speedy bought it. Make you feel like you know, your family's yeah. sharp? <laughs> you know who does that now, though? The Mormons. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll take a bottom of the hour. Phone calls are next. We'll go phone trolling right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour. That's the phone troll music. That means the lines are available now, and you can get in at eight six six. We be big. We'd love to talk to you. All right, Diamond Dale takes phone calls now and line those up and get them ready to go. While you're coming in, and like we say, we have plenty of lines. So if you dial now, you will get in. I want to push you over here and have a look at Car Shield because I'm trying to save you a hassle. Uh, when you have an automobile that gets enough miles on it, you know between five thousand and one hundred fifty thousand, or, or more than one hundred fifty thousand. Uh, you're, you're out, outside the manufacturer's warranty. And what, what happens then when you get outside of it? Well, that's when things start breaking down. And, uh, but, and that's, a, that's no fun because now you're going to be the one that's going to have to write that check unless you're wise today and you move over to CarShield and you get an extended warranty. Then you get 24-7 roadside assistance. You get a rental car while yours is being fixed. And for a covered repair, they'll deal directly with the mechanic, as long as it's ASC certified, it could be the dealership or mechanic of your choice. They'll deal directly with them. They'll pay them directly, and then uh, you have an automobile that uh, is a no charge to you. And if you have something happen on the roadside, they'll come help you fix it. So the Car Shield is great coverage, and you can pick out a plan that works for your automobile. We get great feedback on this too. Save ten percent using the promo code Bubba at CarShield.com or at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. To the phones we go. Bill is in the great state of Tennessee. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phone to trolling. Here we come, fun trolling. Fun, fun troll. Tro- Hello, Bill. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Hey, hey, man. I'm doing good. Hope y'all are. I've, I've been gone a couple of years. Uh, that EMF Broadcasting bought our conservative station in Atlanta, so I'm I'm back with you guys. Oh, good. So but, how are you, uh, how are you hearing yeah. it now? Uh, on uh, tune in. Okay, glad you're here, man. I love having that new technology. Yes, so if you yep. find yourself in a situation like you were in, you can still get the show. Yep. And I got a question. Uh, uh, I've been in the last 24 hours. I got three phone calls from the country of Latvia, and I just wondered if any of you guys know anybody that might be locked up in Latvia that's trying to get somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, but uh, I would not send money if they pretend that they're somebody yeah. you're supposed to know. Yeah, be careful of that. We continue. Mississippi checking in. Donna is the caller. Hey, Donna, 30 seconds. Hey, um, I'm a big fan of the movie A Christmas Story. Oh, yeah. And in reference to y'all talking about long lines, you know, in the movie when the kid sees how long the lines and see Santa, he, the, the line is, the line stretched clear to Terre Haute. And one of my friends and I, anytime we're somewhere and we see a long line, that's what we say. But I want, I want y'all to come up with like the Rick and Bubba version of catchphrase for it's a long, yeah, the line's too long. Like you know, it is so many people in line that line goes to fill in the blank. Yeah. Well, for us where we're from, it'd be East of Boca. 
I'd say Piedmont. <laughs> yeah, Piedmont, East of Bogan. I think Stretch Elwood, East of Bogan. <laughs> I remember when my friends from college came home with me and saw the real sign exit here for East of Bogan. They're yeah. like, we thought yeah. you made that place up. No, that's no. real. No, it's, 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 well, everybody knows it's yeah. East of Bogan. Yeah. yeah, because, you know, once we all got saved, we couldn't say that part in, that place in Egypt anymore. No. That's uh, <laughs> That's what he did. Right? I didn't that, write it down. I gave you the initials. Jason. Right. Fair. Jason. I'll never get that cab driver in New York. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Egypt. Speedy <laughs> after me. All right, let's go to the phones where Jason's standing by. Jason, go. Hey, what's going on, guys? You. Buddy. And old mama's boy. I hear mama's boy in there. Uh, oh, here's this guy. <laughs> if uh, if uh, that woman wants some hugs and kisses and all that stuff from the concert, she needs to go to a Bernie Sanders rally. She'll get plenty of hugs and kisses. I think I'd be Joe Biden, but, but I mean, yeah. still. Yeah. Yeah. That's not that me, goes. sir. That's Joe. Would have been funny if you said Joe I Biden. I went yeah, for a political have. joke. Had the yeah. wrong guy. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Too worried about me. Hansy Bernie Sanders. Let's go to. Oh, Hansy Bernie. Feel the burn. <laughs> Let's go to Kyle in Alabama. Kyle, Literally. go ahead. I was laughing because some of our hey, barbecue sauce in there is named that. Did you see it? Oh, Feel yeah. the burn. It is. Oh, it is. Go ahead. Hey, I got a question for Greg. Okay. okay. All right. The Chick fil A is going to be next cookout. How big of a competition is that going to be? You know, I'm not a huge cookout fan, but for the price, you can't beat it. For a college kid to get all that food for four dollars, you ought to. I mean, it's unreal. What do you, I don't know what you're talking about. It's, it's a the restaurant. fast food good uh, cookout. cookout. They're building Chick Fil A right next to it. You, you remember our interns talking about the one in Tuscaloosa? Uh, how I mean, much you can they get, loved it. I was talking to Diamond Dale earlier, and I mean, maybe the cheapest the food students, on the planet. You can get you can get like a corn dog and two quesadillas and a hamburger for three ninety. <laughs> all right, so this is one of those things. This is one of those whole apartment. This is one of those things I'm concerned about. Was I out the day y'all talked about? I've never heard this before. Yeah. In my Rick, life. We talked about it yeah. a couple of times. It was a long yeah. time ago. But I, I'm, not, I'm not a fan yeah. of it. I mean, I'm not scary. It's not my thing. But I'll be going to Chick Fil A. But they are side by side. He is correct. What? What? So that does that mean they're working together? No, like, no, no, no. It just means it's be you a got a choice uh, of you know oh, very I cheap. I got you. And then Chick Fil A more expensive, but better service and you know apparently scores better. Yeah, yeah. So you you would still eat it? I, I'm not. I don't eat cookout. Okay. Nothing against it. They gave good milkshake. <laughs> that was so real, <laughs> Betty at Tennessee. <laughs> Betty, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Great. I was there a couple of weeks ago, and the ticket seats. But I wanted to talk to you about the Vanderbilt Whistler. Mm-hmm. There's two of them. Oh. They can't two of whistle. Them? There is two of them. One's name's Preacher Franklin. The other one is Jeff Pack. Well, won't they stick Jeff, a sock in it, Greg? No, 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 no. Even Corbs likes them. Yeah. Who? The Tim Corbin. Well, I wouldn't. Anyway, go ahead. He, but anyway, they can whistle if there's something exciting, something, um, you know, like a like a, a, a hit or or, a, or, a, or a good yeah. play. But, yeah. but he's I'm okay doing, with that. But wait I'm a minute. Okay he's doing, Betty, the pitcher you, pitching is not exciting because that's right. when he does it. He does it every, Betty's breaking every the rules. 30 to 45 he's, seconds. They're breaking the rules, Betty. Yeah. Betty, are you uh, are you a big Vandy fan? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> Betty, it has to get what, on what your do you, nerves. What do you think the chances are? And it gets are. on Corbin's nerves, too. He just don't want to admit it. That's true. How do you no, think no, tonight's Corbin, looking? Corbin, does not, Corbin has said it does not bother him. I know what he said. I'm just telling you what he means. What he really and truly means, he's not. He doesn't like the whistle. Well, but they're not. I get it. They're saying, hey, if a play happens and you want to cheer, it's like cheering. Oh, I'm but all about that. But they're so, still. But they had, 
but they have told them they can't do it constantly at the uh, College World Series. So well, he well, didn't listen last night. Well, here's what I'm saying. Do you I think guess he took a few innings off, and then he thought he could just So uh, is Omaha now they're saying it's a judgment call? It is. You know, where yeah, they, they, if, yeah, they, if, they, if they think it's too much, yeah, they go and shut them down. Ringing responsibly when they do that. Yeah, it is. I don't know if she thought they was going to win tonight. And there's two of, of them. she does. We didn't know there were two whistlers. I didn't know there that were was two. good info. One's Preacher Dan, and who's the other one? <laughs> Greg, they, you could, they could call you to fill in if one of them did had you, a sore throat. Did or you just say Preacher? Did you say Preacher <laughs> Dan? a Preacher something, wasn't yeah. it? Preacher Danny? <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, know. Very glad Greg, Coach Corbin loves it. That whistle is unbelievable. Do you think it would be cool if you're a Commodores fan? You remember the song More More More? Doors, you, doors, doors. How do you like it? How do you like it? Doors, doors, doors. All I can think of is Keith Aberstadt somewhere. So cheering she hard. He's so happy. She's one of the people that clap back at it. Yes, because yep, they'll yeah. do the whistle. She likes him, Greg. She likes yeah. Pastor Danny. I'm if sorry. I'm sure cold, they're good people, but I can't stand it. God, well, it's just it. constant. It will ruin. It will ruin the game for you. I question Pastor Danny's uh, commitment if he's doing, doing Greg, that. Greg, listen, please. That's that's what my pastor's name is. He's hating you right now. <laughs> well, that's true. It's not. What <laughs> if he was the the whistler? One of them. <laughs> oh my gosh! I, what I, if Pastor I Danny was the whistler? I just pictured him sitting behind home plate, wearing it out. <laughs> what if that's how he got your attention in the pulpit? Well, well, I'm yeah, sorry. If he if he, thought, if he caught if he you nodding a, off, yeah, <laughs> or if he was about to make a big point, do it. Greg. <laughs> right here. You know how they used to say, "Look right here." He just did that. Do it. Do it again, Greg. <laughs> they do. That's that. how they do. Constant. It. Okay. The whole game. Oh, doesn't you're right. stop. He I have tried to learn stop. to do that. Doesn't I cannot stop. do it for anything. And here's the problem. Here's the somebody. problem with baseball. No, I can't do it. I've tried. To it's do not it. like no. other sports would, where you say, if you don't want to do whatever, then don't let anything good happen. They do it in anticipation oh. of something good. Happening. Oh, it, I, yeah. I don't mind them doing it if they're cheering. Yeah, that's right. They just do it. They just whistle. Yep. Heath, Heath in Alabama. Heath, go ahead. Pastor hey, Frank guys. So we were, we were at the SEC tournament whenever Vanderbilt was playing. It was, I think it was a semifinal game. <laughs> the Vanderbilt whistler gets kicked out. You know, he, 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 he's sitting in the wrong seat, apparently. <laughs> gets, gets, gets kicked out of the game, gets kicked out of the stadium. And then the secondary Vanderbilt whistler, he fires it up. And he's even louder than the first guy. So it was. So, so they. It was. They have, so they do have two. Team. Team. Betty was right. They got two. Yes, the first guy gets kicked out of his seat. I want to say gets kicked out of the stadium, and the Arkansas fan base goes nuts. They are excited as they can be. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but was that if Pastor, it's not your guy, that, you do not like. Was that they Pastor break? Johnny? They got to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> Chris in Florida. Chris, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Welcome back, Biggins. Glad to have you guys back from vacation. Thank you. Thank you. I've got a question. This is for Greg, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've never heard the story about how Greg got involved with the show and what happened with the power company. I mean, I've been listening to the show for a long time. Just wanted to know. Well, I got fired. <laughs> well, you know, Greg has a new book coming out in 2020 called "Nepotism Is Not a Bad Word." It's not a bad word. <laughs> the uh, no, I mean, Greg, I, it doesn't make sense. I have no idea how I'm here. I really I, don't. I'll have to say that. I think I remember. Greg, <laughs> I was thinking. Yeah, I don't know. Greg, Greg's, Greg's doing what really Jeff Cook did when he worked at that Anderson Army Depot. I guess. He did, everybody was like, "You got a good job. You got good benefits." Yeah, but you know what? I think I want to try something new. Yeah, why not? You know. Yeah. So, but now Don Juan DeMarco left and went some. Uh, decided he was kind of done with his tenure here. Not anything bad or anything. He was just ready to move on to something else. We still still stayed, does it still, in Atlanta. Yeah, he is in Atlanta, and he was. Um, Wanted to move on, and we had a spot open, and a lot of people liked Greg on the show. Uh, we had uh, you know, a lot of Greg fans of Greg's stories, and he would appear 
from time to time, and we just entertain the thought of would he like to come on full time? And Greg, you thought I was joking. I guess first time yeah, I said we kind of were. I think. Yeah, I think I was joking. Well, you yeah, declined to begin with, didn't you? Because yeah, we, we, we were joking. starting to interview people. Yeah, we were joking, and and then, but anyway, it'll be eleven years in April, August. Excuse wow, me. eleven years. Just, just really, it's no more complicated than you thought about it. And thought that'd be that'd be kind of cool. I'm gonna try something new. I know. And then I think he when he decided he wanted your mom told you you had to hire him. Maybe that was it. <laughs> I Actually, I, I think she was against it because she was afraid we wouldn't get along. Well, that, she really was concerned yeah. about that. I said, Mom, we've grown up. What was her concern? Yeah, what was that all about? 14 minutes to the top, wrapping up the hour with more phone calls and stories right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, here we go. Uh, eight minutes to the top of the hour. Thanks for being with us today on the Rick and Bubba Show. Don't forget the Wednesday Bible Study back today after a week off last week. Live on YouTube at noon Central Time from the Broadcast Plaza. Uh, you can also catch it in archive later on the YouTube channel, the podcast channel. Uh, links will be on all of our social media platforms uh, if uh, you want to catch that later today, tonight, tomorrow, whenever you want to go back and watch or listen. Golden ticket seats. I got a ticket. How about those golden ticket seats today? Hello to David and Shelly Potter. David and Shelly Potter. They're here today, and they are celebrating an anniversary with us nine years married today. One, two, three. Happy anniversary, baby. I got you on my mind. I got a ticket. Let's say hello today to Clinton and Rebecca Davis. Right there. I'm on front row. I'm Savannah. Uh, Also, another anniversary. This is 11 years. Ryan and Andersa Nair. 11 years married today. One, two. Happy anniversary, baby. I got you on my mind. I got a ticket. We also say hello to Amber Green. Hey, Amber. Amber. And Tammy Hellams. Uh, she says she's had a hell of a time. <laughs> uh, so Tammy Hellams. There we go. Craig, uh, I'm going to take this one for you. <laughs> Everybody goes home <laughs> with a pound of oh, Buzzbox coffee, a Rick and Bubba double CD from Rick and Bubba Pass, and also the current Rick and Bubba CD, Making Radio Great Again. You know what we should have done? Is every time he said a name, I said, wait. You know? Yeah. yeah. We should have done that. Right. Thank, thank you. I really wish you'd teach me how to do that. I cannot do Years that. Years of practice. Do you remember well. we I tried mean, to do that on there and everybody was trying to oh, do it? Oh, I, I tried to do it forever and I finally just gave up. God, Greg, Man. please stop. Oh, yeah. Ears bleed. Oh, I don't do many things that, way over Can I say that is amazing, by the way? That is amazing you make that kind of noise. Uh, oh, it really is. It's crazy. Yeah, please don't do it again. That's how I call Mr. Buddy up in the yard. <laughs> how you do it? <laughs> Here he comes. Here he comes. Just to dig it. <laughs> I have one foot out in front of him. He's <laughs> yeah, he's doing the three-legged <laughs> He's hurt all the time. I don't know what it is. By the way, speaking of bizarre creatures and animals, again, have you seen what washed up in Australia? Rick, mm. I saw that. How weird. Some has washed up sea monster? on an Australian beach. Uh, they were surprised. There it is. They stumbled across this bizarre-looking creature. And, uh, it's like an eel. Some kind of eel-slash-catfish. A little, little bit of python head on it there, Bubba. That looks like a, almost a python kind of head. Well, I tell you, uh, we just, we, Rick, you just don't know what's swimming out in that ocean. You know, I it's know, you just a lot don't of know. water. It's, it's deep and dark. and uh, Yeah, this looks like about three things got together here. I, I don't know what this is. They say that they believe it is the actually it, an so. animal that we have documented called a cat shark. It cat, looks like a, a catfish cat and a shark. Yeah, mm-hmm. a cat shark. 
Uh, they say it stays mm-hmm. usually on the ocean floor eating small fish, mm-hmm. though some species are able to live in very shallow water for lengthy periods. Yeah. They say the cat shark, <laughs> they are not harmful to animals, and they always say this kind of thing right before someone's bit. Well, it, it says it's not harmful to humans, right? Because it, it humans. eats animals. Right? I mean, I meant humans. Yeah. I don't want to animals. Rick, five hundred meters below yeah. the surface. I mean, that's that's some intense pressure. It's mm-hmm. a wonder his head didn't blow up when it floated up. Yep. You know, when we were that maybe why it's laying on the beach. Yeah. When yeah. we were kids, and I think it was our dad made this statement. And we've all heard this statement a million times. I remember something about when I was a kid when they when he claimed that they know more about outer space than they do what's in the ocean. I've never forgotten that statement. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like man, that's that's yeah. impressive. That stuck yeah, with me. Now, now, where he got that, he well, probably made it up. There's two well, things. it's it's easier to get to the moon than it is at the bottom of the yeah. deepest we parts of the ocean. Yep. Uh, speaking of a commitment to uh, to programming, uh, not exactly what you're looking <laughs> for. Have you seen this Netflix killer ratings? A true crime series looks at um, that we have a person in trouble because the TV host of this show that is a Brazilian TV show. You can get it on Netflix. You know how you always think about, well, how are we going to keep having a new episode? Yeah. yeah. Well, un- unfortunately, he had a commitment to being sure there were new episodes. He was ordering the murders of people so they could then cover the murders. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, that has to be some new new division of so, Child's so, and Greg. I yeah. mean, you're the expert oh. on that disease. But, but uh, that's just he needed some show material. So so what you're saying is, and correct me if I'm here, on Netflix there's a documentary about this. Yeah. About this happening because right. they'll yeah. have some weird documentaries. Yeah, it's called Killer Ratings, and he and that was the show he oh, did. Wow, I got to watch that. Uh, they, they're now he's now it goes through him being accused of ordering the murder of people so he would have something to cover. I got to see that, and and then have a new show. Now you have to love his commitment to being sure he's got you know a new season, but well, yeah, I, you, you don't want sure to. He, <laughs> he must have been signed for a multi-year deal. I mean that, <laughs> I, I, that that's not the way to go about it. There, please look at him. Yeah, that's that is uh, that is that is not good. I it, you, you know, it seems like there'd be enough unsolved murders out there to keep you busy without you generating business. Mm-hmm. They Lazy. said he, they said he has been offered a job though with the Clinton Foundation. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're a production assistant with that company, you got to that show. You got to have multi talents. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. To the phones we go. <laughs> Annette is standing by in Birmingham. Listen to 104.7, the legendary WZZK. Go ahead, Annette. Hello, gentlemen. Uh, monkey grass to you. Thanks Thank for you. the call. Appreciate it very much. So, um, I just had a quick comment about whoever designed the Chick-fil-A drive through during peak seasons needs to be running our government. That's true. Yeah, yeah. because I tell you, it looks complicated, but it really does work. I mean, I, I'm, I'm I mean, amazed. They are uh, amazingly efficient. I'm like, why aren't these people running the government? They need, I, to, they need to sign these people up. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you one of the reasons I think that, that they're efficient, too. I mean, they're certainly good people, but I think they say we're going to do it efficiently, and if you can't do it efficiently, you're probably not allowed to do it. Yeah, And that would probably go against some of the government's hiring and firing practices. Uh, no doubt. Uh, we go to Kai standing by. Kai, what's up? Um, monkey grass. Thanks, Thank guys. you, sir. First timer, what's on your mind, buddy? I want. I'm wondering who, how you think Auburn's going to do this year with a new quarterback? Uh, ch- national championship, I think. Under- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I think they'll roll through the SEC like it's nothing, like butter. 
Uh, they'll beat Alabama Four by Eagle. yeah. They'll beat Alabama by thirty, uh, and then they'll go on to beat a surprising USC team this year in the national championship. <laughs> boy, right? <laughs> Got it mapped out. Yeah, no, I have no idea. Uh-huh. You know, it's uh, and and again, um, you know, it, they are they do have a a hole to fill at quarterback. That means somebody is going to have to quarterback for the very first time in the SEC, uh, and that's usually quite uh, a daunting task. <laughs> Uh, but uh, especially if they go with the freshman, uh, freshman's very talented. Uh, but th- this is not high school football. Uh, but and they're going to be facing a Heisman Trophy uh, leader quarterback right out of the gate in Dallas. Yeah, so mm-hmm. be a tough task from Oregon. But yep. uh, we'll see. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.